2: all right we have uh, another day here inching closer to the nba playoffs had a bunch of comments it looks like jalen hurts and brandon graham so that from the playing games last night to a bunch of things on the ticket that hurt look Anything to take you away from caring about stuff like Kwame Brown
3: fighting Steven Smith.
4: Huh. Oh, oh, about-
3: oh, hey, Tom, when I saw that today and I listened to that audio, I thought immediately of you. And I want to play it just to see your head explode. I got what, nothing. What is this all about?
4: Oh, exactly. this is great. Exactly.
3: <laughs> You know, you. And, and when well, I, I thought we living a life like
2: I do of ignorance, in which we, we purposely go out of our way to not give a
3: rat's ass about this, shit. I'm usually good at that too. But now I'm seeking things out just to get into Aton's kitchen okay. because I know he hates this stuff so much, as do I. Trust me, it, right. it's it's not a labor of love, it's painful. To have to go and seek this kind of news and audio out. But in the end, I'm doing it for the show. Okay.
5: Well, okay. Yeah, I mean,
6: and that and that and making
5: um
3: uh, that making painful.
5: Shan squeal a little bit. You know, you gotta make Shan squeal just a little well,
3: bit. And I understand if he squeals on this because it is total nonsense. And this is what entertainment has devolved into. Right. Unfortunately. Absolutely. And, I, and when I when
2: I
7: oh Pat Riley hey Pat now that's great now that's quality <laughs> I'm gonna, right there I'm gonna
2: go full Russo
3: on this that's, so that's, that's you know that's quality right
7: Bobby there. Brown couldn't even <laughs> last a minute
3: in the NBA but when I saw this I'm thinking and we almost have to play it because we're talking about it I thought Stephen A might have put him up to. To it because he is that kind of guy. Yeah. He would do anything for publicity, whether it's yeah. good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. He's like PT Barnum or whatever, you know, any publicity, you know, bad publicity is great or whatever that quote is. He doesn't care. He just like, wants any, people talking about him. Yeah, any publicity uh, is good publicity. That's, that's what he says. it. I, I think that's
2: believe what we're, we're playing. Kwame Brown over Jalen hurts. We're <laughs> playing
8: <laughs>
3: Brown over Brandon Graham. Really? Did well, we have think- to play all that Eagle stuff too, because Barrett is leaving the show today. At, at noon. twelve. Yeah, yeah so the first that I found out about it, Aton did not know about this. I just I, not him, only you know, did I, he doesn't listen ago. to me. Well, when?
5: he does not listen to me. I said it, I said it twice yesterday, didn't I? I heard it right when? on
3: the show. I, I even said it on the show. No, you said I heard it before the show when
6: before
2: we were the talking show and the it. I wasn't here until right when we started, just like you today, right when we started. And you can't, like, nothing that's said on the show is binding. <laughs> Nothing at all, like if you gotta let us know. Well, I don't remember anything. The only time I remember what we say on the show is if the stream brings it back or if Culver cuts a promo, right? You gotta let me know ahead of time or on the text and all. No, I didn't, I, I didn't know what was going on. Now, yeah, you I said I, you? said I was
5: going to get my grandson. Remember that? No, I don't remember that.
3: Yeah, yeah that he was, was pre show because he, yeah. he was talking about it, and I remember and talking I about it with that, him. though. What, I don't I mean, know. I,
5: I, I gotta go get my grandson, man. What it is? My my oldest son okay. lives in Kansas City. Well, they're moving on Tuesday to Atlanta. Atlanta His job is taken yeah. to Atlanta. You know, he's a he's a um, he's an audio engineer. Uh-huh. So he's going down to Atlanta. His family going down. So I was like, all right. Popped in my head. Well, perfect plan. Uh, How about I go get my grandson and that way you only have my granddaughter, which instead of taking care of my grandson, I'll take care of him during the summer while you guys go down, get settled, get everything, you know, into motion down yeah. Atlanta while I got my grandson. So it worked out perfectly for
3: me. Now, now what's his nickname for you? Oh, pop pop. No, no. Pop you pop. said something yesterday. You said something different yesterday. I thought it was pretty funny. Well, play action reels
2: is on the stream already saying he didn't hear that Barrett's leaving to get his grandson tonight. <laughs> right, and play action real doesn't miss a trick. Well no. right, he doesn't miss okay. it all, does he? Play action yeah. reels was like one of our first, if not the first ever, to comment on the stream. Right. <laughs> Jeez.
4: Jeez, yeah, man. Wins. So I'm I'm That's flying back tomorrow. Hey,
5: Pat. But Fly. I'm also doing a show. I'm doing a show from Kansas City in in, in the hotel room. On uh tomorrow though. So yeah, I'm I can't not going wait for that
3: actually. I can't wait to see what kind of Wi-Fi issues you have tomorrow. In, in Kansas whatever too? Kansas City hotel room oh, oh, uh, you Oh uh, you hate it, to do it to me it's already? It's gonna be a total disaster. <laughs> I'm predicting absolute disaster. It's gonna be
2: interesting.
5: <laughs> and and <laughs> bring that backdrop. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm going I'm going bare minimum. I have I have a pair of underwear, my toothbrush and uh-huh. a shirt right nothing else in my bag and I, we- i'm bringing i'm bringing my i i bought my grandson a a, a a a switch a nintendo switch so i'm bringing that that's all i'm bringing this you is sound bare like minimum De-
3: you sound like detmer going on a road trip <laughs>
5: Yeah, absolutely,
3: man.
9: Seriously,
5: neck beard, man. You had, I mean, he all he had was like those, you know, the uh the the um the cases, the shave cases. Yeah, that's all he would bring is a shave case.
3: I heard he stuck his toothbrush in his back pocket of his yeah, jeans. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh
9: yeah. No, it's ridiculous. Well, it,
5: it was better. It was better than um than Steve. You know, Steve. Steve. You know, I, I tell you what, man. This this guy. He wore the Zubas. What were they? Zubaz. Zubaz? Zubaz? Yeah. He wore a zubas with a suit jacket and a button up shirt. The tie was like down the side. It wasn't you know tied all the way up. It was it was down. And that's what he wore on the
3: planes. You're talking that about was, that lineman that we talked about. Yeah, Steve before. Everett. Yeah, Everett. Everett, yeah, yeah. He's the guy just who smells man. Ethernet <laughs> cable.
2: Whatever you do, <laughs> just bring an Ethernet cable.
10: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network.
10: Presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Rocket can.
4: Live from Neo Riley Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
11: Now that I got a platform, I'm gonna use it for the right way. It's time to put respect on name. And you know that I'm disrespecting, that's because you the one that's a gatekeeper of disrespect. Stephen A, you bald forehead. We're thinking you tough. <laughs> Saying all kind of <laughs> like, "Oh, you come see me. Well, sign. A, let's go to Seattle and you sign. A, well, Seattle, you ain't got to sign no waiver. Meet me in Seattle where you can have mutual combat and talk like that. I'll slap a two. You look like you got a toupee on the front of your head. Or how
5: hard I slap the back of your <laughs> head.
11: Oh,
10: uh,
5: look at that oh. the biggest story in sports. Wow, I, I just I just heard him talking to. Uh, Stack five of them, you know, St- Stephen. And, and, you know, I didn't hear him going at Stephen A. What does Stephen A say? Who knows? He's just inserting himself into this conversation. Yep. Look, I, I, this is the
2: definition of you don't have to care about everything. Right? right. Seriously. This is the perfect definition of living your life out there. You do not have to care
3: about everything that crosses your radar.
4: Right. Right. Right.
2: What is
3: going on here? man? In other words, you don't have to swipe right on this.
5: <laughs> no, right? swipe left. Get swipe as far left. away from it as
3: possible. I'm with you.
5: He's trying to give He's them everything they want. I love it, man. He's trying to give them everything they want. Sometimes people do need to shut up. You just can't say whatever you want to say and write on social media. Yeah, but and, Stephen I mean, A, either-
3: he hasn't talked about Kwame Brown since 2003 or whenever right, he that's was what I'm traded. Saying.
5: So why would you even go in there and say anything? It doesn't make sense. Be quiet, man. That's not talking about any sports. You know that he's talking literally about all right, forget all this basketball stuff. I don't care about like when he's talking to Barnes and then Barnes, he's like, He was on that podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. We're not talking about
5: Barnes, we're talking about nobody. We're talking about we're talking about what you're talking about right now. We're talking about real humanity type of stuff. We're talking about you being a man, I'm being a man. And keep my
3: name out your mouth, or I will take it out. I
6: can't I bust there you enough mouth.
3: people that actually care about this. If of course, isn't it the no, all like, the smoke like, podcast? Isn't that what it's called?
2: Yeah, like that's the thing. Like I can't believe that there are people that legit care about this where it, it dominates their day. Well, yeah. I love
5: that. I, I love that Stephen. I mean, I, I love that um, Kwame wanted all the smoke. Yeah. I mean, he wants every bit of that smoke. Oh yeah, <laughs> he ain't backing down on nothing. Uh, he trying to give them whatever grade, they too. want to see. That
11: meant, but thanks for the pass, I guess. I don't know what grown man need no guy pass, but thank you. I ain't get no pass from your co host when you was letting this punk mother talk about a teenager <laughs> and going around college campuses. You never get, you gave him a pass. He can't do
7: nothing. This that.
11: I had to endure. You talking about my mama's son like that. The fuck is you talking about the only thing you known for being a black man that disrespect and talk about other black men. I should find who your old lady is, you punk old. Show her my mom was cooking. I was cooking a little good seasoning. On. I don't talk too much. you talking
5: about? Now that I got a platform. I'm- wow, that's right. He's all right. Hey, he try to give you what you want. I, man, I love it, man. Because
3: Let's go tap T- Kwame
5: Brown, eh, Kwame? <laughs> you can't just say whatever you want to say.
3: I, I got news for Kwame, though. Skip Bayless, as much as I loathe him, and Stephen A. Smith, they were right. You couldn't play. Okay?
8: <laughs> yeah, He look, stunk
3: I, out
2: loud. A lot of people were right. I was down there for one of those years, one yeah. of those years, and
3: it was – no. My, you know, I'm, my, I'm, I'm my, glad you got whatever money you got for being the number one overall pick and however long you lasted in the league. Good for you. But you him. stink. Got him. Got okay? him. Yeah. Got him.
5: I, that's all he can say is got him.
3: Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes
5: there are guys that – on Monday, when when NFL players get paid on, on Monday or Tuesday, some guys need to wear a mask. You know, they need to yeah. wear a mask and and and, and, and cover their face because they
3: robbing the owner. Right. And not I, a COVID I, mask. You're, yeah, you're, not, yeah. you're talking about a, like a bank robber mask. Hey,
5: get it however yeah. you can, man. It's a short amount of time to maximize your money, make potential. Mm-hmm. He maximized it all. He say he got Jordan. He got everybody. I'm right. not mad at him. No, I'm but, not either.
2: But I, I, look, I have no idea. The only thing I saw about this was was the audio that we just played on because it was on the prep sheet. Oh uh,
5: no, you got to go back, man. You got to go back when he's I'm talking about you, Barnes and all the Oscar. time in my life. Who, Bro, who you? you, have, to. you have to. Why? Why? He, uh, he, he went all the way back and told. We went all the way back and told Barnes. <clears throat> not only am I not gonna go back to this basketball. We're not talking about basketball. How about we talk about you and your household? How about? Uh, Fisher, Derek Fisher, taking your son to football games. How about we talk about that? Wow. How he up there, you know, doing this and that to your old lady. Yeah, your ex-wife. Yeah, let's talk about Who is about invested that. in, like, Matt Barnes? I, I couldn't wake up and, and give a rat's ass about Matt Barnes. Right. He like, went what? in. He went in. Do you he know could.
2: what I'm saying? Like, this <laughs> yeah, is like, yeah. not a television show or, like, something on HBO. I, I get that it's real life. I just – I don't know who – I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But this but is I,
5: great stuff, man. This is great. Sometimes you need. It. Sometimes you need nonsense to get your game going. When he told Stephen, no, 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 no. Stephen, I hear Stephen, you. He told me, "Say he said, what do you say? He said, uh, he say? He said uh, oh, you fake black lives matter, wanting to be this, wanting to be that.' Boy, you don't care nothing about that because you a gangster. You went out and shout at the club for you went and did that. I'm like, wow, Whoa.
3: yeah, Whoa. He was, oh, yes. I'm, I'm here for this, Barrett. <laughs> he he went
10: in.
4: He went in. Yes, <laughs> in. Ooh. On the sportsman, straight fire.
10: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
4: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. You,
2: you got to understand something. I am getting. People say, "Oh, you couldn't pay me. You could." I am getting paid, like you are getting paid right now, to do this show, and I still have no interest. So it's not like you couldn't pay me. It's like, you are paying me to talk about this. And all I could do was fake my way through it. Right. Yeah. I can fake my way through another 10 minutes of this. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm out. Like what is going on? I, I love the boxing matches. I want to yeah. challenge you to a fight in the ring. Yeah. If that's where you're going. Then I'm sorry. Speaking of the ring, it looks like you got that ring light on or something. Yeah. Got the ring light on. Is that what <laughs> that, that is? <laughs> yeah. That was perfect timing right there. Exactly. Bro. As I, soon I, as you take it to a celebrity boxing match, I know that's like your issue that is so important to you. You need a rush to Twitter. To let the world know how much you care about it, as opposed to not really doing anything about it. Come on, man! This celebrity box—this is what this is setting up for—a celebrity boxing match. I tell bro, you what,
5: uh, yeah, Stephen A's in there.
2: trouble, man. Kwame Brown's like six foot eleven, isn't he? No, it's not. It wouldn't be Brown and Smith. It would be Brown and Barnes. Oh, okay. okay. That's what the celebrity boxing match would be, bro. Stephen A, the referee. <laughs> Get, Stephen A has no business being in this conversation. You guys continue to invite him in. Why?
5: Because that's the that's the last I didn't even hear that. I didn't even hear that. I didn't, hear that. I didn't hear Stephen A say anything, but since he has, since he invited himself, let's get on that then, man. You gotta get on it. See, I'm, I'm fired up right now. This morning, I woke up at 8 o'clock this morning Right, and I was on Birds 365, so you know I'm ready to rock and
3: roll. There (laughs) there it is, Aton. He knows he's ducking out on us an hour (laughs) early, so he goes on Birds 365, does a big segment of football. He's all juiced up, and now he wants to talk Kwame Brown, and then he's going to leave in 30 minutes. Right.
2: (laughs) I'd rather talk about Steve Kerr throwing that cover at the Yeah.
3: How about that?
2: That was a – you want to talk about Russell Westbrook tanking a game. Yeah. Steve Kerr should be brought up on charges. Yeah. Steve Kerr should be held liable for his actions last night. Down 26 points or down three points with 26 seconds after a miss and you don't foul? He wasn't foul. You don't foul at all? Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. I I I was like, you know what what I'd like to do to Steve Kerr's (laughs) thoughts and theories? (laughs) I'd like to strangle his ideology. Well, how about Green? How about I want to do something to Green, man? Come on now. Green is a wild card that you can't – I mean, the the guy at, what, three offensive – at least three turnovers, if not two offensive fouls alone
3: in the final 45 to 60 seconds? That's what I'm
5: saying. You got to give me more than that. He only scored six points?
3: And then I got to hear about LeBron James having blurry vision when he made the big three-pointer. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. Because there there has to be more drama attached to whatever he does. He can't just win the game with a great three. You know, it's got to be, man, I did it with blurry vision. He wants wants his (laughs) flu, Michael Jordan flu moment more than anything in the world. (laughs) But
2: think about it. It it was at home against a team that struggled their way into a playing game. And you guys fell significantly because everybody was hurt. This is what he said.
11: Well, the first thing I did when KCP kicked uh, kicked it out, I looked at the shot clock. I um, uh, saw so it was. Uh, I had to get it up, uh, at least get up on the rim. Second thing I saw was three rims. Uh, you know, from being uh, poked an eye on that previous possession when I drove to the hole and then in transition, so I just aimed for the middle one. Um, you know, I've been. I mean, I practice enough. You know, I work on you know my game, and uh, I was able to, uh, to the man above and through a lot of practice, I was able to drain it.
3: There it is. (laughs) The only thing better than that today is if Bryson DeChambeau comes out and says he saw three flag sticks on 18 and he aimed for the one in the middle and he hit it. He made an eagle from the fairway.
5: But you can see shot clock, but you can't see. Right. You didn't see three shot clocks, but you saw three. Oh, come on, man.
3: My favorite part of that clip is how
2: he doesn't allow it to end and continues the conversation of instead of somebody following up or risking not following up like – All right, LeBron, you know, how did you get through it with that vision? He just continues it saying, look, you know, I've been practicing. I rely on my skill set. I rely on my talents. He
3: answers the question that
2: didn't occur. Look, 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 it's it's a savvy thing. Yes, it's a savvy (laughs) thing, except when you're doing something so obvious like this, and then it becomes like, come on, man, what, what is happening here? You don't need to reinforce that you were, I don't know, some sort of a like God out there on the floor. That's Jordan in the flu game. Like save that for the finals, save right. that for the up and under, you know, save that for something else as opposed to the playing game where you couldn't even cover the damn spread because Steve Kerr is a troll. <laughs> I hate him.
3: Maybe, maybe they colluded Steve Kerr and LeBron just because they knew Shander was on, uh, uh, you know, laid the five, five and a half with the Lakers
5: that's exactly well, what it was
2: I had it down to five and that's oh, why I, yeah. I, I had two I had five and a half which I knew was cooked uh-huh. and I had five five was in a three leg parlay of course the other two hit yeah. and that's what I'm really upset about because it was a four unit bet and I because I saw the line drop to five and that's when I really pounded the Lakers at five the money line stuff is I told you guys they weren't going to lose that game but I, I do
3: I, I don't know I'm I'm angry
0: I'm I was upset. worried
3: I was worried that you had so much tied into the Phillies last night. And, of course, they lose. Uh, at least you hit the under in the Bruins Caps uh, series, which is the best thing on television right now. Yeah, you were you were watching that talk uh, the best, about the basketball. You like, oh, I'm awesome. still in hockey, Barrett. Oh, they were in overtime again, Barrett. <laughs> Tremendous yep. stuff.
2: Five and a half, man. As soon as I saw 4-4, four, four, I'm thinking, okay, because it was like a, two or so minutes to go. And I I did not need those two quick goals to force a three, three overtime, Mm -hmm. which it's just that type of stuff happens, but no, I couldn't believe it, man
3: could not believe it. That, Double overtime, that A. a. Minson. Yeah, well, the, yeah, and Birdman nine ninety on the stream points out a goalie blunder. He's right, but you got to credit Smith for the Bruins for hustling in there, skating in there, taking the puck, and doing the you know the the wraparound goal. That was it was amazing play, really was. We don't ha- uh, even have that, do we? Go ahead. I think I think there's audio of that.
5: You guys are getting past. You guys are getting past the the Kellen Winslow moment. You know when he saw three went three rims, man, LeBron on three rims. You know what I mean? That's we need to be talking about that. That's a Kellen Winslow moment, dog. We had to carry him off the field. Come on now! Wow, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Michael Jordan flew. What are you talking about? He saw three rims, man. Right. Let's get back on that.
3: (laughs) Maybe they'll have him on the All the Smoke podcast, and he can he can describe his his dizzy spell even more.
5: (sighs) I knew was setting up, man, because you can tell he was kind of hobbled, man, the beginning of the game. Yeah. his, His ankle was it was it was. He was he was gingerly running
3: on it. You could definitely yeah. tell he was, he was gingerly setting on it. you up, Barrett, for he more was, drama. Bro. That's he what he was, was doing. Man. And you know, he's gonna come out in game one for shoot around against the Phoenix Suns with a big pair of glasses on because his <laughs> his his vision is still not going to be quite right. Well, they still have another game, they have to play Memphis. <laughs> no, they don't. Golden State plays Memphis. They're oh, Golden yeah, that's State, right. yeah. Golden State
2: plays Memphis. They're good. Yeah, They're I'm good. talking about that's LeBron. LeBron's well, in. Thing, just in general.
3: Oh man. See, and but I was. Yeah, but LeBron's playing Phoenix Suns. That's that's no. You know, I'm set. saying I thought
2: you meant like in general, like starting it off. We still have tonight and tomorrow.
3: Yeah, as we got the Wizards as, and the Pacers tonight to, yeah. to see who the Sixers play, which is awful.
4: Yeah, it's terrible, man. terrible.
3: Uh, I'm not. I'm out. I'm gonna watch the PGA three times today. <laughs> Well, Harry, you did—you right, dude. He did get me man, because I
5: saw his ankle and yeah. the way he was uh, I, I, I was, I was just like a big old catfish, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was a big old catfish. That bait was just right there in front of me. I was like, oh, man, he's not going yep. to make this game, uh, man. He, he's done. He, he's out. He's he was, out. He's got to be It was be out.
3: Willis Reed at the start of the game, and he and he's uh, Michael Jordan at the end of the game. No, Keller Winslow, drama. man. No. <laughs>
5: they had to carry him out, man. They had to carry him with one eye like this, you know? <laughs>
3: It's
2: insane because he was the one who, after he pushed for this, was saying how ridiculous it is and how stupid it is. And Mm -hmm. now there are like people talking. I'm looking right here to try and get the update on the PGA. And one of the top stories on CBS Sports is LeBron shot years in the making. Mm -hmm. Game-winning three-pointer that put the Lakers in the playoffs. Right. Was the culmination of LeBron James' work extending his range? I'd rather talk about Kwame Brown at this point. <laughs> see, and, and I, we've, and come I'm we've come full circle. We've come full circle. Like I, I'm this serious. I'm gonna use it for the right way. Like that's serious. <laughs> what are we doing here? Making see? Yep. If they had covered the game, maybe you could argue I'd be in a better mood. But I still like this is this is disgusting because. <laughs> He doesn't need it. No. Like, we're not talking about Matt Barnes. Right. We're not talking about Shake Milton. We're talking about one, if not the best player ever. Like, isn't this kind of a a knock? Yeah. Like isn't this a little bit of a of a I don't know, not like why would you need this on your legacy? This, oh, remember this... that game-winning shot he had in the play-in game? Who the hell cares? People right. don't even talk about Jordan blowing by Craig Elo two times anymore.
3: Right. No, you're right. This should not be a legacy builder no. if you're LeBron.
2: I, and I say that as a fan of him. Like what what this doesn't this is terrible.
5: <laughs> this is terrible. How dare you take away his Winslow moment. All right, do you know. Come do on. You man. think Golden right.
3: State beats Memphis? Yes, you do. Okay. Who do you yeah, think I wins think Golden, tonight? Is it is I think it they beat Patriots?
2: Memphis and I think it and I think it's just it's over. I think at that point Golden State's going to get run out. It's going to be
3: hard for them to to I'll do say, it. I'll tell you, seeing Curry, fi- Curry finally started hitting some shots in the second quarter. About midway through the second quarter, he was really quiet. Then all of a sudden, he hit a fl- couple of flurries, of threes. He gets that ball out, up, and out so fast. It's just from like, thirty out. feet, and it's nothing yeah, but lie. net. I mean, it's he didn't,
5: going at the halftime. He didn't even look at it go in. He turned around and was playing to the fans.
3: Yeah, he, he didn't spray, turn he's around running into the tunnel. And the ball right. was still in the air. <laughs> No, it's
2: crazy, man. You're you're right. I, I think here's the thing, though. The Lakers, and not really as anything truly as a result of the Warriors, but, I mean, the Lakers had, what, 20 and 22, respectively, first, second quarter last night. Mm-hmm. That was a terrible first half for them. Yeah. And that, I think, makes Golden State look a little better overall. Now, you're right. When Steph is on stuff, But that's the thing is – If Golden State hangs around any game, they can beat anybody because when it does come to one or two guys taking over a game, you've got one of the difficult, most difficult matchups in Steph. Mm -hmm. So I recognize that that's what happened last night, but the Lakers ideally should have been putting up 30 to 35 in one of those quarters and we wouldn't have seen it as tight. And that's where I think they're going to get in trouble in the playoffs. I think they can beat Memphis. I, I just think Memphis right now has become way too top heavy, unfortunately, but you know, no, I, I I think they can beat him.
5: No, no, no question they can beat him. Is is is? I mean, come on now, Draymond man. He 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 was the X factor. If he'd had you know played anywhere close to where I've seen him play at, man, it, it they'd have beat the Lakers. They'd have literally beat the Lakers. But he comes out with a six point effort. Come on now, you're not Ben. You got to come yeah. out there better than that, man. I agree, way I agree. better than that.
2: Yeah, it was not not a great game by a long shot. For him, ultimately, especially with the turnovers there at the end. And look, you can argue the same thing with the Lakers, which is, hey, you know, the Lakers scraped by in the first half. yep, And then, yes, they put on some effort in that third quarter, but look at the mistakes, look at the openings that golden state, like, I don't think you feel good either way. (laughs) Like if you're golden state going into this next game, it's like, man, we, we got lucky just hanging around that game in the first place. And then if you're the Lakers, you're thinking, all right, we won that game. We're in the playoffs, but damn, like really golden state gave us a
5: bunch of opportunities towards the end of that game, just for us to stick around and win it. No question. No question. I mean, and, and, I'm watching the Lakers at this point, man. I I don't see. I, I need more out of AD, man. I well, mean, that's coming. I need more out of him. He he, he really wasn't playing at the part I mean, nobody on that court could really stop him if he put his head to it. Like, look, I'm 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 that dude. But I, I didn't see it out of him. You know, there were times in the game where I forgot he was on the court, and you shouldn't be like that, man.
2: Yeah, I, I think you're going to find a, a much easier, softer matchup for him in the first round. And and that's going to be, you know, what's what's happening, too, is and this is not an excuse by any means, because I agree with you that he shouldn't be disappearing in stretches at all. But what's going to happen is in this next matchup, you're not going to have a guy like Draymond, you're not going to have like Aiton can't move around and frustrate right. AD like a Draymond can. And, and, you know, in a smaller standpoint, and there really isn't a big dog out there that Phoenix is going to boast that's going to make it tough in front of them. So that's where I think the Lakers actually have a a major advantage would be Anthony Davis in this, in this coming round. But yeah, I mean, in a three point game like that, you, you would like to see Anthony Davis dominate more, but we got to take a quick one here on the network. We're back. We have some things happening. Kai Carlin's going to join us in the second hour. Talk a little bit about the Sixers moving on, but A lot with LeBron James, this guy too. time
11: to put respect on (laughs) his name.
2: Yes, exactly. (laughs) We'll do that. We'll do that. We'll continue to put respect on Kwame Brown's name, this program here. It's the middle.
7: If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Go now to Steersnacks.com.
12: In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations.
5: Kwame Brown.
2: Another day, another Julio Jones trade thing, huh?
5: Oh yeah. Yep. Eagles just picked up another offensive lineman. Who did? The
3: Eagles did. Who'd they get?
5: This guy in Clark out of um Indy. He's another guy. Yeah,
9: he's a he's
5: he's one of those guys that uh play both guard and tackle, both sides. Uh, he's strong. He's
3: Sirianni knows. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we got uh we got a, a guy here, OG Philly guy says Barrett Brooks is my favorite. Aton and Harry need to step it up. <laughs> I agree. Well, I appreciate you, but yeah, all right. I do need to step it up. Harry Yeah, I saw this here. Julio
2: Jones, another day. I, I don't know when this is gonna die. This is like the Carson Wentz trade rumors. But another local reporter, this one, Jeff Schultz, who covers the team for the athletic. The Falcons would like to trade all pro wide receiver Julio Jones. And then, boom, everything picks up from there. Well, you got a bunch of first-round picks. Most receiving yards per game in NFL history. Where do you think Julio Jones ranks?
5: Uh, I say around about 22.
2: I have no idea. 22. Yeah. Like 22nd. Like there are 21 guys up top ahead all of time. Him. Yeah. Okay. Harry, you want to take a shot?
3: Um, I'll say nowhere near 22. No, um, I'll say 40. Man, you guys, you guys have no
2: love for Julio. Me and Julio (laughs) down by the schoolyard. (laughs) Yeah, you can't get any. I mean, Julio Jones got to be the right at least top three most famous Julios ever, besides Julio in the schoolyard, Julio Julio Franco. Franco
3: julio oh, iglesias yeah,
2: yeah. yeah like i said top three i'll put iglesias over franco i'm sorry julio franco is playing baseball until he's 50 julio, jones, julio <laughs> jones has the most receiving yards per game in nfl history he's number one really he's number one yeah Who look knew? at his eyes he didn't really how hollow
3: are those numbers Now, say it again. Say he's what? one? number 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 one, one. he said.
2: Most receiving yards per game. game. 95.5. Yeah, per game. Calvin Johnson below him, Michael Thomas, Antonio Brown, and Beckham. Yeah. One through five. Look, this is the age of the wide receiver, the explosive wide receiver. It also puts into perspective why you really can't rely on a guy like Greg Ward anymore because Greg Ward is like at the bottom of that list. Dude will catch a pass, but he will not get anything more than that.
5: Well, you look at well, that's that's why Zach Ertz is on the chopping block. But um, you you said that man, and and I look at it, yeah. It is it is the the age of you know they don't let DBs do what they used to do. Like Mel Blount yeah. used to assassinate guys. You know he used to cut guys with. You know, I bet you in his in his in his in his gloves he had razor blades or something. He was killing guys off the line, man. Him Haynes also. Yeah, that's what football was. Football, was... Was football. <laughs> right? You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, yeah. Come but then,
2: then you got a guy like Al Night Train Lane saying, "Well, th- those guys are able to do, you know, like we could do even more than that, right?" Mm-hmm. So everything is relative. Where it's going to happen the same? It's happening with us. Look, we're all in that similar span uh, of age here, right? Yeah. So it's happening with us where soon there are going to be people on the planet that are in platforms that are hosting shows that have never seen Michael Jordan play. Like, we've never seen Wilt Chamberlain play. I saw Wilt Chamberlain Well, play. you did. All right, well, you're yeah. the only one. But you probably don't even remember. Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, I was trying to yeah, trying to
3: make it seem like you weren't that old. Well, right, was, right, I was very, very young. But it, I, you know, that's when I started to really enjoy sports. When I was like seven years old.
2: Now we had. I could definitely appeal to Barrett on this one because I'm sure he's seen this movie. I'm. I am sure of it that you've seen Twelve Monkeys, right? With no Bruce Willis. Yeah. Fine. yeah. Do you remember that? Because I don't know if Harry has it all, so I, I'm not going to assume anything here. But do you remember that scene? where the woman, I forget who the famous woman is who's co-starring in it, looks back and sees that picture of Bruce Willis,
3: who. Now, where'd he go? I hate to do it to him. All of a sudden, he's gone. He's talking about Bruce Willis, and he disappears. He pulled a Kaiser Sose on us. Yeah. I'm looking at, at Julio Jones' playoff numbers. Where did you go? I, I don't know. I, I tried to put this video up and for some reason it, it, hey, it, your studio stinks. No, <laughs> it, it's whenever you try to multitask and do something, it knocks you off of the show.
2: No, no, no. It, it wasn't it wasn't that. I'm using a new browser. I'm using yeah, this. There's always called, something new.
8: The truth is, he knocked you guys off the show.
2: Ah. Oh. Yeah, I knocked you two off the show. Right. So I'm using this new thing called Microsoft <laughs> Edge. This new browser. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Microsoft yeah. Edge. And I don't know what the hell's going on, on it. That's all. But okay. no, do you remember that scene in Twelve Monkeys? Where the woman sees the pick, and it's Bruce Willis who's like back in some nineteen, you know, I don't know, World War One photo, and it's impossible for unless he's traveled back in time. Do you remember that scene? No. Yeah, I it's, do. You, well, you didn't see the movie, Harry. I did so, see what? the movie. I
3: saw the movie. You saw Twelve Monkeys. Yes. Uh, I don't. I'm. I'm calling you out on that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. Okay. Well, it didn't make an impression on
2: me. That's fine. And it, I'm not saying this is referencing a great movie. I'm just referencing it as far as uh, where this thing is. No, he, here's what I would say, though. We saw Harry Mays in that similar situation. Did you see this? We, you could see oh, yeah, Harry Mays jumping in. Now, did you know this? This was a real thing. You want to talk about yeah. an old tradition. You got... DBs on the line saying we used to be able to cut guys and punch right. guys and smack guys Barrett this was the 1937 PGA Championship <laughs> yeah. with, the, with the tournament winning putt and there was no eBay back then No. so look at the mad rush to get the ball
4: yeah
5: how about that wow look and those guys they're like okay whatever
2: yeah, they. they, they you're yeah. right. One, I don't know who that was. Ben Hogan, or that
5: was,
3: no, that wasn't Ben Hogan. That was Sneed? Denny Shoot. Denny Shoot. Denny Shoot. Yeah, he won his second consecutive PGA Championship in 1937.
2: Wow. out of Fox
3: Chapel, Pennsylvania.
2: Yeah, but here's the thing was was that a playoff? I right, I got a question. It's match play. Yeah. Uh, oh, it yeah, is. They match. played
3: match play in that um, tournament back then. So that. Uh, so we're back in three. Yeah. That's why. All right, so
2: I was going to ask you, well, what about the other ball? Because in a normal tournament, that guy yeah. still needs to hole out. Right, right. But in that case, match play. Could you yeah. Like, what is this? Seriously.
3: What that was crazy.
2: And yeah. when did that practice stop? When did that – I uh, don't know. that
3: no longer a thing in golf? I mean, that was probably – you know, they didn't have ropes back then. You know, like they, they were – everybody was inside the ropes. I remember going to the U.S. Amateur at Marion back in 05. There are, there are no ropes. You can walk right up to the player in the middle of the fairway. I'm standing next to Eduardo Molinari on the 18th fairway at Marion. He ended up winning the tournament and and I'm standing two feet away from his golf bag. (laughs) swear to God, that is ridiculous. Wow.
5: You'll get locked up now.
3: Oh, well, amateur, I think you still can do that. Wow. But apparently that was probably the
2: way it was. You can't rush the green. No, that's what I mean. Like, when did that practice no longer become a thing? Bro, because I would want my damn ball. That's my history. Mm -hmm. I'm fighting for that ball. Do you see those guys fighting for that ball? I don't know, man. (laughs) It's a little different for you because you're a little bigger than the rest of them. But
3: that dude right there, Danny Shoot, he wasn't fighting anybody. Man, he was like, oh, well. You know who the the guy was that he beat? You know what his name is? Jug McSpaden. And it took 37 holes. That was the 37th hole in their match. So they played 36, and then they had to go to an extra hole. Wow! So I'm I'm googling this,
2: and I just want to put this up here, just because you can see it here too. I'm trying to Google when did people. Stop. You won a
3: thousand dollars. Was right. the winning prize one thousand dollars? What was that worth? You think? Well, I don't know, but they will get like a million five now. We'll, that's we'll put it weird. like this: you
5: could buy like what? You could buy like six model Ts then with a thousand
3: dollars. Barrett has a Model T motor that he's welding (laughs) together right now as we speak. Oh, my goodness.
2: How do you even Google that? When did people stop rushing?
3: Yeah, I'm not sure. I I wouldn't know.
2: PGA Greens? All you needed is somebody to put bum rush the show underneath that. Mm. PGA
5: Greens? That is a bum rush the show right there. I can't believe you could do that. I mean, I know. what it wasn't a gentleman's game back then? Not when it came to getting that ball. I tell you what. Right. That was get... ungentlemanlike right there. You've been right. in
2: scrums,
3: man.
5: i that was I'm... yeah, that was savage.
3: Yeah. I'm trying to read, see if I can get that info. Can you? It's funny whenever you see a guy in a hat like that. Everybody thinks it's Ben Hogan.
11: Mm-hmm.
5: Huh. <laughs> I keep thinking about Kwame Brown <laughs> beating up on uh, Stephen.
3: A. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome.
5: Oh, that's classic, man. That'd be that'd really be funny, man. That would be so funny. I might pay to watch that. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, sir.
3: So you think you Kwame's (laughs) trying to make a comeback? He'll he'll be at the WWE pay-per-view next month. (laughs)
5: Right. No, you know, I I seriously think that Kwame just he's ready to give everybody what they want, man. He Mm -hmm. then I'm that's
11: because you the one that's a gatekeeper of
2: disrespect.
11: Disrespect.
5: (laughs) Right. He told me, look, man, (laughs) let my name be out of your mouth. When you say my name, let it taste like in your mouth. <laughs> right. Right. No. I mean- Bro, they say his family crazy, man. They said, you know, he got he like his pops is, um was in jail for, for 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 killing somebody. Kwame. Two of his brothers, yeah. Two of his really? brothers were in jail for killing somebody. Yeah. Wow. Like hey, they they're nothing to play with. That family's nothing to play with. Really? Yeah. Honest, to goodness.
2: Wait a second. How do you know all of this, but you didn't know the other part
5: of it? Because that just came out. I was, this is like three days ago. That I, I've been, you know, li- listening to the back and forth. listening to Matt Brown.
3: So you, so Matt you're Brown. into this podcast,
5: huh? Well, of smoke, I like I I like some of the guests. Like when they had Shaq on, I watched mm-hmm. it. Uh, you know, when they asked they when they had AI on, it was it was amazing. Oh know? yeah. You know yeah. AI really yeah. opened up. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I watched that. Right. But you know, when I saw Kwame Brown, mean, come on, man! I mean, this dude been retired for what eight years now, and you still saying his name,
3: mm-hmm. right?
5: Wow, that's 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 epic right there. Yeah, I, I
2: mean, that's that's where I didn't realize that you had this wealth of knowledge with the history of <laughs> what was happening here. I I thought that this is all new. Yeah, no, you but, had the- Stephen A.
5: is the new stuff. Stephen A. That wrote a check. I don't take his ass in cash. And that that will be a problem.
3: Really? Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. I No, Harry, there's no way that that's going to happen. No, no. All right. no. Bro,
5: but see, that's what you, you, you you're lacking. You're lacking the inside of what Kwame Brown is talking about. He doesn't care about it happening. He wants to he wants to beat this man to death. He wants to whoop his tail. He doesn't right. care about anybody else watching. They ain't gotta watch. It ain't gotta be paid for you for you.
3: He just wants to put his hands on them. I mean, that sounded like one of those old wrestling promos. <laughs> right. I'll find you in an alley. I will track you down, you know. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. This this whole thing here was
2: is all set up to be that. Right. And well, I, so, I, I'm saying that, Brown is
5: not setting up anything, he wants all action. He wants he wants to give you whatever you want right now. He doesn't care. He say line it up. I mean,
3: uh, whoever, uh, Matt, Stephen, Stephen A, all of them. Okay, so he's trying to jumpstart a some sort of new career. No, he just wants he's... to fight them cats. <laughs> he, 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 he,
5: he don't care nothing about. He want he wants to whoop somebody. He wants to put his on somebody. He said me. He said he quit. He, this is when you know he's real pissed off. When he said, "Look, my son is sitting here watching you guys say this stuff about me." Uh-huh. That's when you know it's serious. When you add family members to it,
3: tell them to get the hell off Twitter. Well, That's I got news for them though; they they weren't lying.
5: <laughs> right, right. They told them, but the truth. But yeah. then he turned around and told some truths. He turned around and broke it down. You know, well, you know. Uh, Derek Fisher took his girl, took his wife, Matt Barnes, Barnes, Barnes. Yeah, right. So he he was he was going at him. He said, "Man, forget this basketball stuff. I care less about this basketball stuff. Let's get in some real world type of stuff." He went in.
2: Man, I'm telling you, this this is an absolute ridiculous story. And <laughs> all I can tell you is that Barrett's going to pay a hundred bucks ninety nine ninety nine to watch these two guys fight.
5: No, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch a plane. Well, they're not going to fight tonight. I'm just saying, I will catch a plane to go wherever this fight's going to be. And watch oh, it. Yeah? Front I thought and you center. were saying you're
2: gonna catch a flight tonight to St. Louis. No, he's going to well, Kansas no, no, City. I'm going to Kansas
5: City. But I'm 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 flying. I'm flying to wherever that fight is. If it's in Atlanta, I'm flying to Atlanta. If it's in where they say uh um, Seattle. Seattle, yeah. I will fly to Seattle to see this. Oh, okay. Him and Stephen A,
2: man. Now, you're, you're leaving here at the top of the hour, so we should probably play at least one thing from Hertz yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of audio cuts from
5: Jalen okay, Let's Hertz. make it happen. Let's My make it happen. It doesn't change. The mentality I have, it doesn't change. The urge and, and thirst for growth and, and being a better leader, be, being a better quarterback, that, that doesn't change. So I, I want to obviously impact the people around me in the best way I can. Um, be somebody – that people see as an accountable person an accountable quarterback. And, um, you know, to go out there and do my job, you know, at the end of the day, you earn the respect of your teammates when you go out there and make plays and you do those things. So um, I just want to continue to do that and bring everybody together, you know.
2: All right. We're going to get back to this in a second. And we've got a couple of guys who are going to join us that are doing something cool and also are perfect to talk about, and Barrett is going to be able to geek out with another Super Bowl champion, a Philadelphia product, Bloomsburg's finest in Jari Evans, and one of the most famous noted sports agents in the business across the entire country, in Gerald Colton, hang with us for a couple. What's up, fellas?
5: Yo, what's up, bros? Hello, guys. What's up? My guy. What's going on, man? Appreciate you, you, appreciate doing? you.
3: Good. Bloomsburg Huskies in the house, man. How about that? Go Huskies. <laughs> He's, He's also my frat brother,
5: too.
6: It's a oh, small D2 spoon of nose, that's all. That's right.
5: Yeah. He's also my frat brother, you know.
6: That's right. q dog. Q's.
2: Well, that, that's last time we had Nui on, who's also a Q, the conversation was completely derailed. I don't even think Harry and I got a, a word in. No, we didn't so, get one word in. But before that happens, which is okay, that's totally okay. Before that happens, just tell us uh, as far as what you guys are also doing on, on Philly Voice, and we have a lot to talk about with the Eagles, Jalen Hurts. You guys' thoughts on you know what's been happening, but you guys have something new that's also happening here. On Philly Voice, where you can catch the middle, you can catch Birds 365, my column, John McMullen. So a lot here with Jacob Media, but also now you guys.
15: Hey, listen, we are so excited to be part of Philly voice and be doing what we're doing. Jerry and I had done a podcast. Uh, we called it Colton's Court back on wildfire radio. We did that for a couple of years and I joined iHeartRadio's Fox Sports The Gambler and hosted a couple of shows. COVID kind of hurt one of them. It was, uh, it's a hard rock life down at our rock hotel casino with the president, Joe Lupo, who had a real extensive background in setting odds. And Jerry was always co-hosting with me and hopping on. And we had this opportunity presented to us by philly voice and we're just so excited to be back doing our stuff we we um host it out of venue which is jerry's restaurant down in the they call it the stadium district now it used to be south philly Mm -hmm. and and we do that there and we're talking mostly philly sports jerry's background is incredible as a philadelphian but a superstar and you would agree with that, Barrett, right? Superstar no question. guard yeah. in the National Football League. And and we call it the All-Pro Philly show for lots of reasons, but mainly he puts the All-Pro in, in the All-Pro <laughs> show. He's a five-time All-Pro, six-time first-team Pro Bowler, and, and just a fabulous guy and a Philly guy, even though he spent his whole career or at least 11 out of 12 years with New Orleans and last year with Green Bay. But he's a Philly guy, and we're talking Philly sports mostly.
2: Well, you know, that's Barrett played here a year and then they mistakenly move on from him. He goes on like Jari finds success elsewhere, wins a Super Bowl in Pittsburgh. But like so many people who have played here for a year or longer, come back and and make it their home. And, you know, there's something to that, even with Barrett, right, where you are now looked at as a fixture here in the media, former player and all, but. I don't even know how many people associate you as former Eagle first. as just opposed to Super Bowl champ Steeler and playing in the NFL, similar to John, his career outside of Philly. It's wild.
5: Well, you know, I mean, I had the opportunity to get drafted here, you know, and, and once you get drafted somewhere, you know, I tell people that my two favorite teams, man, you try to, you know, equate who's who's, you know, which team do you like the most? I mean, the, the Eagles gave me my start. And the Steelers gave me a Super Bowl. So it's hard to really differentiate the two, man. But, you know, like I said, man, just like Jari, I I, I put my roots down here. He came back and he stayed here. I'm not going back to St. Louis to live. I can't do that, man. (laughs) There's more money to make around here. But, you know, like I said, man, it's just a great place to be, man. Hey, I got to come down and get some of that food you got down at that restaurant, man. Love it. Absolutely Please
6: love do, it. Man. Please do, man. I don't know who Barrett Fuller, he know he going to take that Super Bowl ring over everything else. I don't know yep. what he talking
3: about.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. We needed somebody else with the jewelry to call him out on that. You know, it, it just goes through one ear out the other from us. We're trying to work a showdown at venue. Trust me, man, the food is amazing. The spot is beautiful. So, we can get everybody down there, do a couple of shows down there. Absolutely. It's and as as uh, Gerald said, the stadium district now, right? Because and hopefully we'll be doing some stuff with a major mogul that's down there, a new major mogul that's down there as well. And we're right down the street. So there's uh there's a lot of cool and, and crazy things happening in that area for sure. All good. But we just before you guys came on, we just played, and, and this is something that everybody's talking about, including you guys about uh, Jalen Hurts and the starting quarterback situation and going into this season. I don't even know where to begin with expectations for the team, but it just kind of feels like the team is saying that he's their quarterback without actually saying he's their quarterback, and then Jalen Hurts is forced to go out there and talk in front of the media like he is the quarterback, even though we haven't really been told that he is the quarterback. Seems kind of
15: bizarre and convoluted. Hey, a- a- Tom, from my standpoint, it's extremely bizarre and convoluted. You know, first of all, you, you you waited so late in last season in the disastrous Carson Wentz performance to finally go to him. You went to him and he showed some really good flashes. Then they undermined him by pulling out, him out of that Washington game, a winnable game. You know, you, you're playing to maybe knock Washington out of the playoffs. Give the quarterback a chance to show what he can do in a somewhat pressure situation. Instead, they decide to tank that game. Um, Doug Peterson all aboard for the tank, and then he gets fired the next week. Jeff Lurie, the owner, comes out, makes a very clear cut. This is Jalen Hurts' team. He made no bones about it. He's, he absolutely said that. Then he hires a head coach. And the high, head coach was hired because he didn't necessarily agree with the owner of some of his stuff and wouldn't go with some of his moves with his coaching staff. And the new head coach immediately says, there's a competition for the starting quarterback. So I think the whole thing is very bizarre. I think it's pretty clear that Jalen's going to be a starting quarterback. But you'd like to see the whole organization behind him and not these mixed signals.
2: John, would you rather block for? Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts?
5: <laughs> you muted, bro. Uh, hold on, hold on. No, it's on him. Yeah,
2: you muted. It also. I mean, we've got two linemen here. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, no, oh,
6: you're think, good. I think um, I'm at my gym. I had a couple guys training this morning, but I think I think Carson Wentz is a franchise QB. I think it was just the uh, the communication in the locker room, and in, in some way, and maybe the quarterback room, Frank leaving, staff leaving. When you have success, that happens. Jalen Hurts, I like Jalen Hurts. What's our sample size of Jalen? Right, we have. We have, what, Alabama and Oklahoma, two different divisions. He was a Heisman Trophy winner candidate, maybe at both universities, but definitely leaving Alabama, going to Oklahoma, new system, spread system through the ball, still a Heisman Trophy candidate. And those are two major conferences, divisions that he played in, and he showed some stuff. The sample size of the NFL is very – it's too small. Now he has a new coaching staff. It's too small. What's the problem with having a competition? Barrett knows this. No matter – if you're a no matter if you're a backup, no matter if you're a third string, you're always out there competing against somebody, competing against the starters, the second group, the third group, and most importantly, competing against yourself. And Coach Payne used to say it all the time, especially with the vets and the older guys. He was like, I don't have to see it every day, but I got to see it. So there's nothing wrong with a competition. They're going to be competing regardless if the coach says it's a competition or not. The thing that you want out of an organization, out of coaching staff, is put the best player on the field. Yes. Who earned the position? Who's the better player? Put them on the field so you can win games.
3: Well, as they are constructed right now, I mean, they, things can change. They can acquire some more players between now and the start of the season. Where do you guys, Jari and Gerald, have these? Uh, have the Eagles in the division as far as, you know, one, two, three, or four? All right, real quick, we're going to break on, on the network. You guys can answer that. We'll be live on the
2: stream. It's the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Make sure you like Share, subscribe, hit the notification bell. You don't want to miss anything, including when guys just pop in all throughout the day. We're back on Sports Map Radio next. All right, go ahead, guys. I'm sorry. Jai, you can start if you want or Gerald.
15: Go, job. Yeah, I mean,
6: I, last year I had them finishing winning a division, and obviously they didn't take advantage of, you know, the, the issues in the division. I, I mean, this year I think you got – Saquon coming back off the of injury you got a young QB in New York who's a good QB I don't really include Washington because their quarterback is going to be young I mean just like the Eagles but a little bit younger I mean the Cowboys have to be the front runner right now you would think mm-hmm. um, but I think the division is, is, is filled with a few holes Mike McCarthy's second year in Dallas first year was going well until what's the name got hurt and you know who knows but I think the division is, you know, it's NFC East. Typically two teams come out of the East anyway. So I think that they can definitely be one of those teams to make the playoffs. I think they could win a division. I just don't know what team is going to show up. New coaching staff, new scheme. You know, I just don't know.
15: And, Harry, I see it right now as I don't know who the heck they are. It's, mm-hmm. it's, they're really, really hard to project. I presume Jalen Hurts is our starting quarterback. we got a brand-new coaching staff that's untested, nothing really from track record to go off of. You know, the rookie, Devontae Smith, is obviously going to step on the field and play a big role. And and we've got two great offensive linemen here with us. I don't even know who the Eagles' offensive line is. If they have Brandon Brooks back, that's terrific. Is that, you know, the kid they drafted in the second round, is he going to get in the starting lineup? Is he going to be playing left guard? Who's our left tackle there's I got a lot a lot of questions about this Eagles team. So it's really hard to project how they're going to do I don't think they're as set in their positions as as the other teams in the division are and. This team managed to come up last in a really bad division last year. So it's really hard to project them as very good. By the same token, they weren't that far away either from being the best team in the division. And and if the co- new coaching staff comes in and makes a difference, Jalen Hurts proves he's a valuable starting quarterback or a real starting quarterback, they could certainly win the division. I just don't have enough to go off of right now to say that going into the season I'd be pretty skeptical. And d- based on the fact that now they're not having mini camps. There's only two exhibition games. I don't know that we're going to know a whole lot before September.
5: Well, you're right, man. But due to the dynamics of what's going on with the, the Eagles organization, you know, you um, having to negotiate contracts with them, you know, you've done it before. And, you know, the direction this team is going, do you see as a, a, a solid base as far as the direction? Or do you see there's still a little turmoil in the organization as far as what direction they're going?
15: Barrett, there's definitely turmoil. Now, could that solidify? It's really up to this new coach. all right. I mean, all, everything's placed in him right now because that's, that's really the only change. We still have Jeff Laurie at the top, Howie Roseman running on the football end of things, and now it's the new coaching staff. So there's nothing that has happened so far that I can say to you, Barrett, now I'm confident. Now they're solidified. Now I like their direction. We don't even know who their starting quarterback is. So I think there's nothing to base that on. And I want to give this new coaching staff a chance. So I, I withhold my judgment. I'm sitting here. I'm I'm skeptical here in mid-May. I got to tell you, I'm skeptical because they haven't inspired me a lot. But I'm also – I'm a Philadelphian. I'm always hopeful. Always.
4: All right.
2: Hang it with Jari Evans, Gerald Colton, Barrett Brooks, all three of them. Barrett's got a jet too. So we've got about uh, another two minutes or so before the top of the hour. And I'm curious. All right, John, this is the most important question, and I'm going to ask it for Barrett. But we come down, take the middle, crew down to venue. What's Barrett? What's on Barrett's menu? Like, what should Barrett be ordering down there? Because, you know, Harry and I, we can eat and we can say we can eat. Right. But it, it Barrett, you know, when he's going like you, right? Hey, man, I'm coming hungry. Yeah. Right. Barrett's coming to eat.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Do you still got the brisket sliders? Like, I mean, the, the <laughs> you mean those brisket sandwiches?
6: Bruh. You can't go wrong with our cheese steaks. Uh, my general manager, Ming, she owned two restaurants in Philly. And you can't go wrong with her cheese steaks. The um, the seafood, uh, the big ball seafood steak is good. But I like the salmon burger. I like the big fish sandwich. The big fish is about three pieces of whiting. And the salmon burger is, is very good. Um, the wings and fries are awesome. So we, we got a few things on the menu. You guys just got to come check it out.
5: You still got that mac and cheese down there too?
6: We, we, uh, um, <laughs> no, we don't have the mac and cheese, but we got, we got a mac and cheese and fixing coming to our menu soon.
2: Is Barrett Boy. working off some old menu
5: or something here? They <laughs> no, did. It had meat in it too. It was good.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I'm we, did, you. we had, a, we had like a lobster mac that was pretty good. Um, but you know, we got some, we got some more seafood dishes coming, but we gonna, we, we're gonna, we're working on this, this lobster, uh, lobster, lobster mac with fixings on it. That's, what
3: there you do.
2: go. Fellas, we appreciate you. Barrett's got a jet too. Gerald Colton, Jari Evans, Philly. Good luck with the show and everything here from the All Pro Philly Sports, All Things Jacob Media and Beyond. Appreciate you guys.
5: Have a good one, fellas. Appreciate you guys. See you in the venue. Take care. (laughs) Gerald and John. Barrett. Later, fellas. Safe travels, right, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
3: All man. right. Enjoy some Lobster Mac wherever you I, go. I can't wait to, to see what his Wi-Fi is tomorrow in that oh, hotel. it's, it's going to be something. All yeah. right. We're
4: back in three. <laughs> if you
7: missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Go now to Steersnacks.com.
12: In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our
9: Lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at com. That's info at com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss.
10: all right
2: i gotta uh three different lineups what do you mean for um, Fantasy Golf. Oh, yeah? Yeah, trying to see. So the, uh, there's a tier, and then there's just your, your entries, and then there's day one. So my round one. Keegan Bradley's in the lead. Yeah, I'm looking at it here. At four under. My round one, guys. Um, Rory, Finau, Cantlay, Answer, Neiman, wow. Weisberger. Is this uh, salary capped? Yeah, it's capped. Okay. So this one, yeah, so it's capped here. Um, Was that DraftKings? Yeah, just DraftKings. This is just day one. Like, Oh, this is my day oh okay. One. So again, I, I tried to take like fee now. I mean, the guy could shoot a 59 today and, and miss the cut, right? So um, I tried to take
3: advantage of guys who I thought could get hot. McElroy's plus one. Yeah, plus two I have not met. Oh, is he plus two now? Yeah, oh, Weisberger's boy. plus four. <laughs>
2: wow. Two guys that I, now I've got I've got some minutes left. Like can't lay fee now answer.
3: Neiman hasn't missed a cut all year, you know. Yeah, I think a lot of those guys go off in the afternoon. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I'm But the worried. wind could kick up in the afternoon. That's what usually happens. The wind is usually Tailwind. down for the morning. Where does it is it is it like uh swirling or is it tail? Like uh, I assume that it's gonna you're no, gonna the wind get... at this golf course you get a Sort of a uh, a one direction wind for the first four holes. Then you it goes you go straight to towards the beach for one hole, and then you come back and for the next seven or eight holes you'll have another wind until you get to fourteen, and then you have another wind for fifteen through eighteen. It's a figure yeah. eight on the beach. Yeah. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, not the winds that change. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um. <laughs> Dust in the wind. <laughs> More like it. Seriously. Uh I got uh I had Cantley for DraftKings for a uh no for top five plus seven hundred burger for top ten plus two seventy five, Reed plus three hundred top ten, Cam Smith plus four hundred top ten, and then I took two matchups spieth over DeChambeau and Thomas over McElroy.
2: That's both of them are, are looking good. Deshambo is plus two. Fucking is he? Thomas is plus three. Is he really? Yeah. The hell. I have so in one of my one of my full tournament um, lineups, I have mm-hmm. JT Spieth, Casey English, Palmer, and uh, what is it? Uh, Bazadinhut. Bazadinhut. Yeah. 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 Uh, I needed. I mean, he was my long shot. I needed a long shot in there. Um, Casey, of course, is tied for second, three under, but Justin Thomas is killing that because he's three over. Mm-hmm. Harris English, not bad at even par.
3: Yeah, uh, he played well last week, so a lot of people, yeah, yeah he's even okay. through 11. Um, that lineup is currently winning five dollars. Okay, how about Xander?
2: Xander's another one, man.
3: Schwartzel even par. Yeah.
10: He's been playing well. Yeah, I took him In with- yeah,
3: Xander's two over, and Bryson.
2: I need Bryson to miss that cut.
4: The middle starts now. now on the sports. Oh, we got Radio fake network. news without
1: Barrett.
10: Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Rocket can.
4: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
2: All right, our second hour. No Barrett as he's on his way to
3: Kansas City, right? Not St. Louis. Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kansas City. Yeah. yeah. So he's, gonna he's going to be coming back with a grandson. Correct. Who's going to spend a couple months with him, I think, over the summer. So he's going to have a fishing buddy. Now, how old is his grandson? Do you know? I think he's pretty young. I think he's like under 10, I think.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah. See, I'm not Barrett
2: positive. A great, like, think about how great of a grandfather Barrett would be. Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, he's, uh, he's tell me about happy it. as is, right? Yeah. Even when he gets mad at you, he, you know, he's... You could see, we know Barrett as the younger guy who is is our age that, you know, played and everything. He's just our buddy. Right, right. Even as an authority figure, and you start, like, he becomes, as a grandfather, he now becomes that old man who is not going to get up, mm-hmm. but is going to give you, like, you know, come on now, son.
3: Right. You know, like one of those stern,
2: not yell and scream or anything like that. Well, yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't have to. He's, he's
3: huge. Think <laughs> about, think about how big, uh grandpa barrett is to this young little kid that's true you know i mean like when you looked up when, when you and i were little and we looked up to five foot ten adults we thought they were giant you know think about him it, it's like jeez this guy. jeez i'm not going to do anything to upset him yes
2: yeah. <laughs> yes not a word no you're gonna you are going to move around and do whatever you <laughs> possibly can right exactly now i've got breaking news are you ready Uh-oh. for this is this good or bad Uh, I don't know. depends on how you look at it. It might be good for us. At Verified, tweeted this out 41 minutes ago. Mm. Here, quote, can you verify me? Save your tweets and DMs. There's a new official way to apply for a blue badge rolling out over the next few weeks. You can now submit an application to request verification in app right from your account settings.
3: Really? Your verified blue badge source. Now, is this... Is that a phishing scam or is that legitimate Twitter?
2: No, it's legit Twitter verified
3: at Okay. verified. Yeah. Now where are you seeing this? They tweeted oh, yeah. it out and Tony oh,
2: responded to it, so that's why it came on my timeline, yeah. Who, who responded? Bruno. Oh. And then, then Johnson Cade behind him. So Of course. People that I follow were were tweeting it. That's why. Oh, okay. All right, we're back in 3. We got some things happening on the network too. Now, Kai Carlin's going to join us at 12:35 or so. Okay, good. We'll, we'll get his thoughts on. Uh, go back all to all the NBA but, stuff. But you know, looking at this thing really quick, I, I don't know. Are you going to do it? You're going to apply. Are you going to do
3: it, man? You're going to do it. You're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll no? I'll try. Sure. Why not? I mean, at this point, why the hell not? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, would that help us get guests if we had the blue check mark? Because um, that's all I think about is the, are the shows. Yeah. That's the only reason I'm on stupid Twitter. You know, if if I worked in accounting, I wouldn't be on Twitter. I changed my bio, you know, on Twitter. Okay. Is this breaking news too? No, no. I just, I just changed it to non-verified media member. Well, you've got to change it because you keep getting new jobs every two weeks.
9: That's not true.
3: You keep adding more jobs to your Twitter bio.
2: Uh just changed it now to nothing to non-verified media. No,
3: I, I Oh I did, see, yeah. Should I put something else up? What you should, delete what I, you deleted a lot of stuff from there over the last couple of months.
2: No, I just I I needed to rework it and I forgot to I edit it and cut it and then mm. took a phone call and forgot to go back and paste what I wanted. That's all.
3: Uh, it is pretty impressive though that the other the the picture you have behind your avatar picture is of the middle given all the other responsibilities that you have. Well, this is the one that I do. This is
2: like the flagship show for me. Is that, is that right? Yeah.
3: It's the flagship.
2: I mean, think about it. The only other thing, and and we're on a three month break right now, no, I did not change my pronoun. I don't know what that is. I'm not ripping. Yeah. I'm not.
3: I just don't subscribe to it. I don't even know what pronouns
2: exactly. are. Exactly. So I, I I, have no problem. You can use whatever pronouns you like. I will never insult or judge or have any issue. I just don't subscribe to that. So you can call me whatever the hell you want. Most right. people already do. No, I mean, look, the reality is, is that on the grand scheme of things, on the totem pole, the hierarchy, if you will, because I don't know if you can still say totem pole, on the hierarchy. I think that's things, out. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I mean, QV and QVC will never come in the way of this show. Eleven to one. So you never have to worry about that. Right. But, you know, QVC is going to be the flagship for me when that thing kicks in. I'll still have props and locks because it's television and, you know, it's on TV. So that and the middle right. are really the main flagship things I do right now. So there'll always be plugging and repping and mm-hmm. you know, even with John Gerald. Right. We still want to
3: plug our stuff, too. So. Right. Now when uh, does their show start? It's it's just it's a podcast that's up on but when is it going on Philly Voice? It is now or Yeah, their
2: first one's up.
3: Okay. okay. So you go to like Spotify or something. But
2: um Trust me, I wanna cut back to the middle Q V C and
4: on the sports map radio network.
10: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
4: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
2: So Barrett is already on vacation to get his grandson and the two of us hanging out for the next hour or so overtime at one o'clock Eastern here on the Jacob Media YouTube page. And before that, we kind of bounced around in the first hour. We still have fake news with Ron Culver.
3: We do. It is a Thursday. Yeah, and I wonder if he's going to do anything different since we have no Barrett. Probably take a couple of shots at Barrett. Well, maybe we could get um, Asman on. I to sent comment a- ab- about invite. his Chipotle thing, yeah. and then he could play fake news with us.
2: Well, that's the thing. I sent Asman the invite. He he has not even
3: responded. He has not even said no to me. Hmm. Don't you hate no. that when you get ghosted for an invite to come on the show? Like, at least just tell me to go away. I can't do it. Yeah. Don't leave me hanging. No, I think I might send him the invite every day.
8: I got to jump in here because I'm not going to try to throw anyone under the bus. But he did mention that you sent him the link earlier. Yeah. I mean, he's he's not in studio now. So he did acknowledge that.
3: So he's acknowledging receipt of the invite.
8: He he did acknowledge receipt of the invite. Mm. And I thought I took that as, okay, he must be coming on today.
3: Did he acknowledge it on or
2: off air? This is huge.
8: Off air. Okay.
2: See, that's that's why. Yeah. That and Then you know he's not going to do anything. That's the tell. If he had acknowledged it on air, then he it, put himself in the corner.
8: It could be cutting into his Chipotle time. I'm not sure. <laughs> Look, I mean, what he should do is just, you know, connect with you guys, stream from Chipotle.
3: Right. Yeah. I'd like to see him in line ordering his lunch at Chipotle.
8: Or just sitting at the table. You know, with the with Chipotle in the background, free advertising for Chipotle.
3: Unbelievable! I know. Do no, you think I'm he just, eat? Do you I'm think not, he I don't believe it? it. Does like he I'm eat said, in not the not restaurant, much. or does he go back to his house, or does he eat in the car?
8: Mm, probably all three. Yeah. But like who I do I said, you think? I'm, I'm like, let me throw ask you this: under the bus, What
2: do you think smells more like Chipotle, Jake Asman, or Chipotle? <laughs>
3: Seriously. Well, you think he's wearing some kind of Chipotle I just, cologne?
2: I think the guy eats so much of it, he probably sweats it. It like, comes through his pores. Th- there was a time where I had so much THC in my body, I would just sweat it. Yes, just I remember it. those days. I, people would look at me like, dude, I've been sitting next to you for, for, for two and a half hours. You didn't walk out and smoke <laughs> anything. I know that. How do all of a sudden you smell like you did? Yes.
8: I am I high?
2: Yeah, oh.
8: yeah. it's a contact high
2: just from your sweat. Seriously. I mean, it was this is before any airborne virus. Uh, you had to wear a surgical or a covid k five mask just working with me. And unless you wanted to feel a little loopy, <laughs> that's all I'm saying is, you know, I'm just using that as an example here. That's all this guy probably sweats Chipotle. I have no doubt believing that he won't eat anywhere else. He's getting jerked over on something. Right. And he still won't eat anywhere else. Keegan Bradley in the lead, by the way, four under through four 12. under.
3: Yeah. Paul Casey and a couple other guys, including Duffner, Stenson, Tom Lewis, uh, are tied defending at three champ. under. You got the defending champ, uh, tied at three under. How about Tringale? Tringali, Cameron Tringale. Cameron Tringali. He follows me on Twitter. Does he? Yeah, he's a oh, Georgia, get him on. Georgia Tech guy. I've
2: tried. Send him the invite. Oh, okay, how about this? DM him right now the invite and say, "Hey, man, yeah. you're about to you're about to sign your card." Right. All right. How about yeah. you
3: pop on for a couple of minutes? <laughs> I think I think he's kind of busy. It sounds like he's on the tee at 17, which is a tough par three. Well, that's what uh, I'm
2: saying. You know Once what? he gets through 18, then he, you know, after he signs his card, he does all the legal stuff. Uh, he's through 17 now. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's through 17. He can give
8: you guys, three minutes. Exactly. You know, right before he tees off on 18, maybe maybe show the course a little bit.
2: Yeah. It's too bad you don't have Jason Co following you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I just.
3: I love Co Crack.
2: You got a bunch of guys here that are going to be hovering depending on how the afternoon goes mm-hmm. because
3: not a great start for a couple of big names here, including Bryson. Big, yeah. well, big you can have a great start though and it could all go to hell in a handbasket and two holes on this golf course.
2: Well, Bryson has actually picked up a stroke. But Xander Rory still stay at two over. And yeah. Justin Thomas last I checked is still yes, he's on 12 still three over. Wow.
3: Me. Your boy Mori Kawa is two under. I saw him at three under. Is he Jewish, Mori Kawa? Yeah. Yeah. He,
2: Who was that guy used to call uh, the fanatic all the time? Oh, yeah. With um, that big voice. He had a New York sound. Yeah. It was Maury. What? Yeah, Maury, Maury from the Northeast. He was from Northeast Philly. Yeah, but he was called from Jersey the whole time. Colin. Now, Colin, I have three under through. or oh, he's on 11. I have him at three under. Where do you have him at? uh Are
3: you not updated? this thing updates very slowly the yeah, pga yeah. tour app or the pga tour website tuesdays with morikawa yeah tuesdays with morikawa that was a great book amazing By mitch album that's right yeah he yeah. knew a lot about this young
2: man before anybody did right imagine that that book was out now your he, guy charles Schwartzel, who i bet on right, is even through 12 and that's good enough for me all right yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Around even right now for a long shot like that. Even at a top 20, I got some pretty good return on him. That's mm-hmm. fine with me. Now, what are your thoughts on a guy here who has been pretty much forgotten based on his injury history recently, of course? And that's Brooks
3: Kepka even on 12 right now. Yeah, he's, he's, still not, he's still not right. Is it enough to hover, though? No, he'll hover. He'll I, He should make the cut. Yeah, 91. How about El- Ricky Fowler at even par? Yeah, I I, don't I, I mean. Geez. He was two under early. <laughs> Gave a couple I, I shots can't. back. If that, he makes the cut, that's, that's a win. That is a win. I, I mean, I can't even imagine
2: what the odds were for him to make the cut, but I imagine you were getting
3: something back. I, actually, like, I was looking on Tuesday on DraftKings for that, and he wasn't listed in the make or miss cut section. Maybe they'd put him in on Wednesday. Lock, right? Yeah. You'd have to
2: offer a bunch of good positive odds back, and I don't even like who's going to lay one forty or one fifty on him missing the cut.
3: Shawflay's over par. Yeah, he's also at two. I yeah, Rory's two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look. You have a
2: bunch of bigger names out there. I thought Ryan Palmer would have a better day so far. He's not over for him by
3: any means. He's too old. This Justin Thomas thing is a a big concern to me. Well,
2: this is a a
3: par five.
2: Yeah. You, you had him as a winner. Yeah. Who else did we have on that? That liked him to win. Uh, was it Parles? Parles. I think Parles. Yeah. Yeah. It was Jeff Parles.
3: Yeah. He's only made one birdie and, uh, you know, because a lot of these these guys are going to make bogeys. But you, if you look at a guy and he's got a couple of bogeys, but he's also mixed in, you know, three or four or five birdies, you're like, he's playing well enough. Maybe he got a couple of bad breaks and missed a couple of putts he should have made, but he's hitting the ball well. If you're not making, you know, more than like one birdie through like 12 holes, you're probably not hitting it all that good.
2: Yeah. So, you, so that's you, a concern. Thomas. Yeah. He, I don't know what happened because I'm not watching,
3: but the double on 18. Yeah, he doubled 18 after bogeying 17. Right. What you said is a tough three, so it's, it's... a tough long par three with water. Now, and a lot of wind. It's it's not terribly long. It's over 200 yards.
2: No, I'm oh, I'm sorry, not the three. I, I meant 18. Like, oh, you get a I again without seeing the physical layout of the hole at 505. You can get a pretty good drive set up a nice, you know that that's a gettable two. Right there, so well, I it assume- depends on which way the wind's going. Well, that yes, so yeah. I assume something was working either against him or he
3: completely just flopped something. Well, I'd heard earlier because Rory started on the back as well, and I had heard that he on no, 16, which is a different direction. No, it is, it's, it is the same direction as 18. They're coming in with the beach on the right, so that's a long 5 16. Yeah, and he hit driver. And he was still 320 yards or so out or something. It was ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. How? Like, what is it? It's like a 600-yard hole. Yeah, I was saying it's it's
2: over six, but the gust must be like 20 miles per hour at that point.
3: Yeah. If that's all he's getting off the tee. It's 6.06 uh, for that hole. Justin Thomas hit it 271 into the wind with driver. He normally hits it well over 300. And he had 338. Left.
2: Yeah. But even still, like that same direction, same wind in your face, you get 271 off of 18 from a 505 distance. You're in good shape at that point to get on. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like something bad, like he must have really messed up on 18. Or maybe he just had, I don't know, maybe it was a brutal. Eight foot gimme that he missed. I, I don't know what it was, but to double out like that after you bogey on 17, and look,
3: he was a one under at that point. Yeah. Well, he had 199 in uh, from 18. From on 18, Justin Thomas. Okay. His next shot only went 66 yards and he hit it into the native area. Oh then God. his next shot only went 31 yards from the native area and he hit it into the right rough. So he's laying three in the in the rough. Wait a second.
2: How does he hit that shot from one ninety nine out 60 what yards?
3: He hit it. Uh, 66 yards. He, he must've had a, a horrendous lie. Oh, okay. So he, yeah. he did not.
2: Okay. I don't know where he landed on the drive. Do you, uh, it, it must've, yeah, it must've been in a waste pile. bunker, waste bunker. Okay. There yeah. you have it. Yeah. So he was just getting out. Right. So the drive killed him and Correct. then he never recovered. Okay. Right unbelievable man that that might do it i mean three over i don't know how i probably have a lot of golf to play a lot of golf left to win this though finishing at three over a lot of golf left i don't know harry keegan bradley by the way has fallen back so we don't have one clear leader right now Mm -hmm. casey fell back too by the way what the hell happened with casey wasn't Casey
3: just up there yeah, he's yeah, he like, bogeyed eighteen.
2: Yeah. No, Casey bogeyed now to finish at two under. Hmm. Looks like he's he's in the clubhouse uh, or that's about. A, that's a great round. Two under.
3: Hell yeah. Yeah. He, Anything the, under, under par. Nine.
2: He just bogeyed eight. The par three eight. So he'll finish up on nine. OK. But we ha- I mean, look, we had a four under. We had a pretty good meet right there of three. And now it's just a bunch of guys tied. Boy, that's a kick in the stones if you're splitting a winnings for
3: a round one winner after that. Mm-hmm. Four different guys tied. Yeah, and Jeff Bruder on the stream indicates that the 17th, that par three we talked about, is playing 240. Yeah. So that's a big boy par three.
2: Yeah, and just looking at guys who have played that so far, it has not been easy. And it's over water. I'd be hitting drive. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, had Kawa with the uh with the birdie on 18. Yeah, Mori Birdie at 18. He did. Tom, he, Lewis. Is, he is now Morikawa Kawa to yes. be forever. I'm trying to see if anybody else has played the back nine in the top. All these guys came off on the front. Duffner did, though. And we still have Hovland in play, by the way. Sure. Yeah, two under three under. on twelve. Yeah. Uh, let's. Gonna be difficult, man. I gotta check these DraftKings lineups. We'll take a quick one here. Fake news with Ron Culver coming up next. Kai Carlin's gonna join us as well. It's the middle on maybe J- Asman.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
2: I, I don't. I don't think so. I. I don't think that's gonna happen. All right, it's the middle. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, hit the notification bell on the Jacob Media YouTube page, and we're back in three.
7: If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure bull beef jerky is our answer and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high quality healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to steersnacks.com and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, pure bull dry rub, and our favorite Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to steersnacks.com.
12: In the wild woods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit the Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA
9: instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss.
13: Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash in tickets and put it on Book It.
14: The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m.
3: People are wanting the Chipotle guy on.
2: Oh, is that right?
3: Yeah. And apparently on the uh, PGA Tour broadcast, um, they said, we're talking about a scratch golfer. PGA Tour radio, uh, the guy said, all that a scratch golfer would shoot over, all scratch golfers would shoot over 90 in these conditions. And I guess Gary McCord echoed in he said over 95
2: well what what's a scratch golfer normally shoot on tour conditions not like weather i'm just saying i don't know probably probably in the 80s you would think right i guess i don't know i'm not sure well the the courses are, i mean i'm thinking about it right like the courses are made specifically tougher it's not like you know, your club or my club from the tips,
3: Mm -hmm. right? We're talking about if this is 7,800 yards from the tips, if they could, they could stretch it to 7,800 yards. Yeah. So, so think about that, right? Uh, Well, actually let's come back to that. That's back nine's 4,000 yards that,
2: and, and that doesn't even count how much they're altering with the the windography of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's hit this fake news. Ron Culver. Tuesdays, Thursdays. Normally we have Barrett who got it Right on Tuesday. Barrett led the way on Tuesday, so he's gone. It's just on us and maybe the stream, if they're helping out. What's up, Ron?
8: What's up, dude?
3: Well, you tell us, man.
8: Not a lot. What's going on?
3: We're just waiting for Jake Asman. Are you? Not, not that busy, man.
8: Must be a long line at Chipotle. <sighs>
3: yeah. Maybe he's got a date.
2: No. No. More likely a long line at Chipotle.
8: He's married to
3: sport. Yeah, he's married to the job He's married to the Jets and the Yankees Exactly Exactly.
8: Alright, you guys ready? I got yes. three stories for you, two, a real one or fake Here we go Number one, airlines might start weighing passengers Before they're allowed to board their flight Due to safety concerns over the weight and balance of the aircraft
2: So, I, I've seen this out there I'm 95% sure, Harry This wasn't an Onion or yeah. one of these sites putting it out there Babylon but I, yeah, B. Yeah, but yeah. I guess my question would be, why now? Like, yeah, I know. Right now, shouldn't this have been something where, I mean, we're one of the fattest, biggest countries on the planet, right? Right, like, right. If this were a, why all of a sudden now is this a concern? Or did something change in like legislation
3: where no, you're allowed like, to do this?
8: Something did change. Airline took a big hit last year. They need some cash. Hmm.
3: Well, I know I've been on like the small planes in the past where they've moved people from one side of the plane to the other, you know, just sort of to balance out the plane because it's a smaller plane, but it wasn't had to do like they, they weren't saying like, hey, you look like you're about 250 pounds. We need you in the back left. You know, it wasn't like anything like that. They just sort of balanced out the plane by, eye, you know, eyeballing people, the one number of people. Can you be too big to get on a plane?
2: Oh yeah, no, but I mean, like, would they tell you, "Sorry, you've hit the weight limit; you can't fly"?
8: They probably would, right? I mean, that's, those are the same passengers that they make buy two seats.
2: Yeah, you got to fit in the seat.
3: Oh, I didn't know that they make passengers buy yeah, two. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're large put-
8: and in charge, they'll sit there and go, "Hey, you need to buy a second seat." And you
3: put up the armrest, I guess, right? And you yeah, and you try yeah. to sit in both the seats. I mean, can you imagine? Look, you yeah, know, you're yeah, a big individual. Flight.
2: You're on one of these puddle jumpers Mm -hmm. going from Philadelphia to Dulles, and you're going up and down, up and down. The plane's going crazy on all this turbulence. And you got Harry Mays over there eyeballing you like you're the problem, like you're the
3: reason why this (laughs) plane can't stay straight. (laughs) Well, I did fly back from LA once uh, in a middle seat, and one of the people on my right. Or left, I forget. I think it was on my right, like an aisle seat person was very large. And it was the most uncomfortable plane ride I've ever had. And it was like five really? and a half hours. Yeah. Wow. Terrible.
2: More uncomfortable than me sitting next to a baby nonstop
3: from Philadelphia to Seattle. Seattle. You would <laughs> you would put the baby on your show. You'd probably be doing a show during the flight.
2: Oh, no. So at the moment, at that one time, for some reason, I had, like, this really bad sciatica pain, they call it, right? Shooting up. Right down your leg. Yeah. So, of course, it was the worst possible time in my life to have it where I was sitting on a flight forever. So I was actually up walking around a lot and standing in the back. Mm -hmm. But, you know, all I wanted to do was sleep. I think, yeah, I think yours is more miserable. All right, let's story, two before we run out of time here. We at least know that's real.
8: Story number two, two brothers who own a puddle job. Jumper service, airline service are under FAA investigation after having a close encounter of the third kind. All mm. right. Well, I
2: sense an airline airport theme. Yeah.
3: Theme. Right? yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, Bryson DeShambau said he saw a couple of UFOs during the pandemic out in his backyard.
8: I believe him. Yeah.
3: Sure he was I do, do too. Like, you know, he had
2: the triple LeBron vision. I- <laughs> He was seeing a planet. He saw (laughs) Mars three times over. Right. (laughs) Um, I I tend to believe a lot of this UFO stuff. Well, we have the declassified stuff that's coming out now. That's basically convincing everybody what they already believed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm
8: going to. I'm
2: sorry. It's plausible. It is. And yeah. I was going to say, i withhold judgment until the third story. Plausible is a better way to put it. All right. And
8: finally, story number three. A JetBlue flight had to be diverted because one of its male passengers was just trying to have a good time. And by good time, I mean snorting a white substance and then sexually harassing the flight attendants and other female passengers.
3: Whoa. Wow.
2: I mean, how do you get... Here's the thing, though. How do you get even a... Ba- like... I, I don't know. I guess it's easy to sneak something on your person.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah.
2: I'm not shocked that somebody was able to sneak a bag of coke on the flight. I'm mm-hmm. assuming that's what the white substance was and not bath salts.
3: But what flight was this? Jet Blue?
8: Jet Blue.
3: Hmm. Probably going from New York to Florida, or Florida to New York.
2: Yeah. Is there anything more from that story we should know about? No? No? Okay.
8: Just whether or not, I mean, you know, you're just trying to have a good time. Now, a lot of American man.
2: We could do this, which is completely dirty because it's a, it's a complete setup. And Kai Carlin at Kai underscore Carlin, who does a fantastic job covering the Sixers and is on here to talk about the Sixers and the NBA playoffs. What's up, brother? There he is.
16: What's going on, guys? How are
2: you?
4: Great. Right. Good.
2: And, and we appreciate you hopping on, especially a little early here, because you just jumped into our fake news segment. And I'm sure you heard that ridiculous story at the end. So I know, Ron, if you could give Kai the headlines really quick.
8: The, the rundown real quick. Yes. All and then right. we'll yeah.
2: talk about it in the break. And you can tell us what the real story or the fake story is when we get back.
8: Okay. Right. Real quick. And no Googling, Kai. Story okay. one, <laughs> airlines might start weighing passengers before they're allowed to board their flight due to safety concerns. Story number two, two brothers who own a puddle jumper airline service are under FAA investigation after having a close encounter to, of the third kind. And story number three, a JetBlue flight had to be diverted because one of its male passengers snorting a white substance just having a good time with the ladies.
3: All right, we'll talk about all that coming up.
8: What's up, man?
3: What's up, man? How are you? Good. Man, are you enjoying the play-in tournament as much as we are? I love the play-in tournament. I thought that was fun. That's been fun yeah. so far, dude, for real. What, what do you think? I mean, a lot of times when they do these things, uh, it they, they don't go back to the other format. Do you think this could be something that stays?
16: I think it is going to be something that stays. To be, be to be completely honest with you, I think I saw that the TV ratings for the T the two uh, TNT games for Charlotte and uh, Indiana and Washington-Boston were like 60% over TNT's like, regular season. Hmm. Uh, ratings or something crazy like that. So if, if those numbers are going to continue to stay high, that's something that's that the NBA is going to look at and be like, hmm, this is going to be really great for
3: our TV ratings and things like that. So I definitely think they're going to keep it. Wow, I didn't know those <laughs> those ratings were, were that good. But yeah, if that's the case, uh, it probably doesn't, they probably don't go back. I mean, to me, I, I kind of like it, you know, the, the idea that you just have a sort of a one and done. If you're the 10 seed, you might be able to get in and extend your season. But the, it looked the other night, we were joking on the show the uh yesterday that the Washington Wizards just had no interest in that game. <laughs> I mean, you know, Westbrook was terrible. Beal really wasn't, you know, I know he's he's still banged up. He really didn't look all that committed to it. What was your take on that game?
16: It looked like they were doing okay until Jason Tatum decided to be Jason Tatum. Like yeah, like I feel 50. like yeah, I feel like Tatum just kind of took their heart in the third quarter, I think it was. I think that's when he really started to get going a little bit. Mm-hmm. I will I will agree to a certain extent that they'll look like the Wizards, like they got punched in the mouth and they were like, ah, eh, all right, we have another chance on, right. on Thursday. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it, like if you're Boston, they're like, I feel like that game meant more to them than it did to Washington.
3: Yeah, that's fair. Just like yep. last night with the Lakers and Golden State. I mean, that went went meant way more to LeBron and the Lakers right. to get the seventh seed. <laughs>
16: Right, I, and like I still feel like the Lakers going into the series now with Phoenix. Not that they did get the seventh seed. I mean, like, listen, if LeBron James is healthy, guys, I, I still have Lakers like winning the whole thing just because okay. it's LeBron. Just because it's LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Like, I don't care what seed they are. Mm-hmm. So, like, if LeBron's healthy,
2: it feels like a Davis series, right? It feels like LeBron healthy is going to do his thing. You're you're going to find if it's Schroeder, you're going to find somebody in that third option. But it just feels like, from a matchup standpoint, this can be a, a 30 12 night every game for Anthony Davis. You're talking about against Phoenix, right? Yeah, yeah, against yeah,
3: yeah.
16: Well, yeah, because I think the only really the only guy Phoenix can really even throw at him is like either Jay Crowder or DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you know, and, and, and Crowder is like one of those like real scrappy defenders that will get into you and like really make your life miserable. But at the end of the day, Davis is a lot bigger. Than, than Crowder and he's just he used his size against him at the end of the day he's also a lot more athletic right so right. I mean yeah I, th- I think you're right this could be like a 30 12 series for him and we they really don't even need a lot of LeBron James
3: they are coming back on the network now but
4: this is the middle on the sports map radio network.
10: Presented by Rocket
4: Mortgage live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
2: So Kai's in the house, and you can follow him as you can see on the stream here, the Jacob Media YouTube channel. And if you're listening on sports map radio at Kai underscore Carlin covers all things for the 76ers and beyond for the Sixers Wire USA Today, make sure you follow him on Twitter. You can keep up with everything that he's doing. So we just got a couple of uh, nice little nuggets from you just about the play in game and, and tournament and looking at where we are heading into the playoffs, especially with LeBron. But as you jumped in with <laughs> our fake news, we need help. You know, normally we have the savvy mind, the sharp approach of Barrett Brooks. But in this case, we've elevated, we, we've upgraded to Kai Carlin. Now I'll say this. I know the first story to be true because I saw it tweeted out a day or so. So I know that first story is true. Mm. The other two, I don't. Basically, the guys who own the puddle jumper airline or airport that claim they saw the UFO versus the third story, which is the guy all coked up on the JetBlue flight, was kicked off for harassing and and doing all types of crazy stuff, which seems real. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you guys look
3: at it. Before well, we get back into the meat of why Kai's here, I kind of think I would have heard about that third story
2: because that's up your alley. Like, no, well, familiar. no, but I mean,
3: that's that's pretty outlandish. I mean, you you know, guys doing you know cocaine, running around in an airplane, assaulting women. I think that's a pretty big story. You know. Yeah.
16: Yeah, I think I would have to agree with Harry. I, like,
3: I feel like <laughs> that, that
16: third story was like real. That would be plastered all over like all social media. Right. And well, I mean, so to much. me,
3: that's the 1980s, but we're in a different time. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that went on on every flight in the 1980s. Yeah, you had people smoking and all yeah, that stuff going right.
2: on back in the day, right? <laughs> Drinking and what happened to the good old days of being coked up and harassing right. people on an airplane? Jeez. Now the no, what a, what a story, though, like, are we just going to all agree that that seeing UFOs has become
16: normalized in our society? I mean, I don't believe in aliens, but okay. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I'm one of those people that I kind of don't believe that there's any life out there outside of us. But like, you know, I mean, who knows? And like, maybe they just kind of saw like a shooting star or something, yeah. and they just kind of confused it with a UFO.
2: See, I'm with you. All right, I think we're all on three then, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Three is well, no, we're trying to choose the fake story here. So two, yeah. that you, oh, you think two? No, no, no. But Kai, you say you don't believe in aliens, so wouldn't that make story two fake if they're saying that they saw aliens?
16: I mean, who knows? But like the story, story three sounds absolutely ridiculous, though the okay. fact that you okay. on an airplane. Fair enough. So right, we'll do, we'll do I will. I think I'm going to rock with that one as the fake one.
2: Fair enough. All three of us are on three, Ron.
16: Yeah. yeah.
8: All right. Well, Aton I sent you an email. So you guys can dive into uh, story number three a little bit more. Oh boy! Story number three is, in fact, real. Story story number two may sound familiar if you were a fan of the TV show Wings because I lifted uh, one of the episode plot lines to make up that story.
3: From Wings. How many years was that on TV?
8: Enough.
3: I think I made made three seasons tops. Enough for
2: Culver to justify a reference. No wonder why none of us got it right. Wow. Yeah, seriously. I mean, you couldn't use The Office or The Simpsons or Martin or something like that. I mean, I, you
8: know what I, I chose? I There was a theme to today's uh, fake news is airlines, airplanes. Yeah. Uh, name me another airplane sitcom.
3: Wasn't Wings like a uh, a small airport in like New England or something? It was yeah, supposed to be. Brothers, two yeah. brothers
8: who owned a puddle jumping mm-hmm. air service. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Had a counter with... Uh, uh, close, close encounter of the third
2: kind. I feel worse than I did last night when I had the Lakers <laughs> laying five and twenty six <laughs> seconds to go off of a miss. Steve Kerr instructs his team not to foul. I feel worse oh. than that. Terrible. What that makes did you that saw that right? What the am I missing something with that?
3: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> why do why don't you foul there? Maybe because you I, know you have another game.
2: I'm looking at it from a betting standpoint yeah. of I'm pissed off because I was hoping for the push at that point. But, may, I mean, I get it. Like, you could theoretically justify playing D, running the clock out, getting two seconds, putting it in the hands of Steph Curry. But I just thought that they would extend the game and make it a trade two for three, putting them on the line, and then push a three with Curry. Mm-hmm. But what do I know? Nope. I lost the bet. <laughs> All right, let's look Kai at the at the Sixers here. Yeah. As we we know at least what's gonna happen moving forward. Second, third, you know, getting to the Eastern and, and eventually the uh NBA finals is, is the goal here. What's let's just look at it this way. And it can be anything. It can be depth, it can be they're only gonna go six deep, it could be Joel Embiid's stomach, it could be Ben Simmons will be phased out of a game or something that you particularly want to go with. What's your main concern about this team, not in the first round or even two, but just overall about heading into what we believe
16: to be a really deep run. I think it's Tobias Harris. And and the reason why I say that is Tobias is actually having like a really, really good year. I thought he should have been an all-star this year with the way he was performing. Um, But if you look at his playoff numbers, not just in his two, not just in his two playoff runs with Philadelphia, but even in his earlier playoff run in 2016 with uh, the Detroit Pistons, his playoff numbers are terrible. I think I think he shoots, I think he shoots only 31 percent from deep in, in his playoff career. I think he's only shooting 42 percent from the floor overall in his playoff career, averaging like 15 points. Um, that can't happen this time around. It's just a it can't. Um, and I, and I was thinking of a potential matchup with the Brooklyn Nets and all the offensive firepower they have between Durant. Irving, Harden, Joe Harris, Jeff Green, proven guys, things like that. If you, you, you're not going to beat them with just Joel, where's the scoring going to come from? Ben averaged 14 points a game this year. Tobias averaged 19 points a game. But as I mentioned, he doesn't really play well in the playoffs. Is Seth Curry going to p- provide that offense? Is Danny Green going to be able to provide that offense? I think Tobias has to be able to average in a series of Brooklyn somewhere around 23 to 25 a night just to even keep up with them because of, um, because of all the firepower that Brooklyn has.
3: All right, you're on to Brooklyn with that, and I get it. But how concerned should we be, should Sixers fans be, about the New York Knickerbockers in a second-round series who have had an unbelievable season under Thibodeau?
16: Honestly, Harry, I've thought about that one a lot too because New York actually – even though Philadelphia swept them in all three games, all three of those games came down to the wire. Mm. Uh, even the one they played back in December, I think it was just the second game of the year, and I remember the Knicks pushed them like all the way to the end of that game. Um, listen, the Knicks are a team that I would be concerned about a little bit just because of – you mentioned Thibodeau. He is such a uh, – he's such a great defensive mastermind, and he does a really good job of taking, you know, the uh, the opposing team's stars out of a game. He did a really good job against Joel in, in those three games coming up with the game plan. Uh, I, I know Joel didn't play in, in, um I think, two of those games at the end of the year because of his injury. Um, and then and then, there, then there's Ben Simmons where it's like – is Ben Simmons going to actually contribute on the offensive end of the floor? Like he's another one that I feel like for the Sixers to even get to where they want to go, he's got to average somewhere close to 20 a game, you know, and, and be that superstar. Aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Aggressive. They, that guy. And I think Simmons does so many good things for his team offensively. You know, he creates so many open looks for Seth and Danny and Tobias and, and everybody else. Like, like that's, that's his role. That's his role on this team. But when the, when the playoffs roll around, man, The last time he played in the playoffs was the 2019 semis against Toronto. He averaged 11 points a game in that series. Yeah. 11. And I get it. They had Jimmy Butler at that time. Jimmy was kind of the number two scorer. But Ben's got to average more than 11 points a game in a playoff series.
2: How much room is there for growth? And I mean that in not to say that. You know, we have the defeatist mentality. They're not going to win it all or they're not going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals or even in the NBA Finals in between. But h- how much room is there to growth for growth with this team? And, and I guess what I'm asking, Kai, is let's assume they do make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. They do make it to the NBA Finals. But as we know, in this league, you don't always win your first time out and you need to grow and you need to go in a couple of times in the playoffs. Do you think that Daryl Morey and the team recognize that it might just be a small little tweak on the exterior of this roster to grow? Or is there still possibly some major move that could happen, maybe even in like a knee-jerk reaction type?
6: I don't think
16: they'll make like a major move unless they lose in round two. Like if they were to somehow lose to the Knicks or or the Hawks in round two, that's where I feel like maybe Daryl would look at this roster and be like, hmm, maybe Ben and Joel can't play together. Um, and, and I feel like a lot of people would be asking that question if they lost in round two again, you know, even as the number one seed. If they were to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, which I think they will, if they get the Eastern Conference Finals or the NBA Finals even, and they, and let's just say they don't get it done. Then, sure, they'll make a small, minor tweak here and there, kind of, like, maybe help them push o- over the top a little bit. Um, at the trade deadline this year, they believe George Hill was that guy, that little small, minor move that can kind of get them over the top a little bit. So, I, I feel like it's just going to all depend on what they do in the playoffs. I do believe that if they were to lose round two again, I think heads would roll, you know, and, and it's just like, like especially with all the hype surrounding this team this year. First number one seed in 20 years. Um, so, like,
3: that, that there's this um, – I think that's the only way you see a major move. It is really concerning when you really think about, you know, they had to go to the final weekend to clinch, right? The, you know, the number one seed over a team that didn't have its nucleus together for, but you know, seven, eight games, whatever it was. And, you know, the Brooklyn Nets were still right there the entire season.
16: Yeah. And, and this is what I say about a lot of team about, about um, really just about the Nets. I say this all the time. Like the Nets have been my pick. The Nets were my pick on opening night, mm-hmm. you know, even before the Harden deal, before, you know, they, they even came together. Brooklyn was my pick and they're, they're still my pick. And it's, just, it's because you have three legitimate superstars and Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving and James Harden. I don't care how many games they played together or didn't play together. Like those three guys are going to figure it out. Um, and then also it's not just those three, man. A lot of people seem to forget that Joe Harris yeah. is like a, Three-pointer, yeah. Like Joe Harris will feast because of all the attention those three guys get. Then there's Blake Griffin, who all of a sudden looks revitalized. Like Blake Griffin's dunking again. So, <laughs> I mean, if you get Blake Griffin, you know, playing the way he is, uh, you know, and then uh there's Jeff Green, who's another guy who's like yeah. a proven guy. He's been in the NBA Finals. He's been in the NBA for thirty years. Right, it's right. amazing.
4: <laughs> it feels yeah, like he's been league forever. Yeah.
2: Who <laughs> yeah. is the who is the point? Steve, he's Steve Blake for
3: Maryland.
4: Yeah,
2: Steve Blake was at Maryland for a decade.
4: Right, yeah, Steve Blake.
3: (laughs) No, but it's amazing. You you know, you talk about uh, uh, Griffin. You know, it's amazing your hops come back when you look around the locker room and you see Kevin Durant's uh, lockers over there. You know, you got Kyrie Irving. You you know, it's like, hey, I can play again,
16: right? Like all of a sudden, like you go from playing with Jeremy Grant and Mason Plumlee to now (laughs) playing with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. So right. (laughs)
2: And you're in Brooklyn, which can't be a bat or, you know, North Jersey or Southern Connecticut, wherever the hell you choose to live.
16: It yeah. can't be a bad thing. Hey, man, like, like, listen, as a guy who's from Michigan, I, I will not allow you to trash Detroit, the, the city or anything like that, man. I'm from there. <laughs> See, that's where we need Barrett to be like,
2: come on now. I played, right. in Detroit I played now. with the Lions. Now, it's not that bad now. Still, you'll appreciate this, right? He still stands up and stands for Matt Millen. Mm-hmm. because of because it's yes do you see the look if, if you're not watching on the jacob media youtube page then shame on you because you just got the most natural reaction from kai carlin who's right. from that area oh yeah nobody in their right mind would
3: stick up for matt millen oh
16: yeah absolutely not <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. he, he sticks up for millen he blames it all on bobby ross that's right that's
2: right (laughs) he
3: found a scapegoat and bobby ross knowing that nobody in their right mind would say well
2: you know bobby ross actually had it together so it's it's a perfect scapegoat hey uh, do me a favor hang for just a second here we want to wrap the hour coming up on the network it's the middle jacob media youtube page like share subscribe the notification bell so you never miss a sec we're back in three all right so as as we kind of just wind down here with you I'm, i'm curious to, to go on that vein of, of Brooklyn, because uh, it's, it's amazing. They really crazy as it may sound probably don't need that much time to gel with that said, it's the anticipated matchup, right? That two, three matchup that yeah. we all want to see in, in the play. How do you even look at that? You know, assuming that everybody's healthy, nobody gets hurt in the first round and both Milwaukee and Brooklyn cruise, How do you even look at this matchup head to head?
16: Oh, that, see, that's, that, that's going to be a very, very interesting matchup. Milwaukee's another team, by the way, just side note, that's that if I'm a Sixers fan, I'm very worried about them as well because the Bucs are just yes. a matchup problem all over the board. Um, but for Bucks net specifically, I think that will be just a really interesting matchup because Drew Holiday is such a a, a great defender, you know, and Drew Holiday is, is a guy who I, I've really, I thought the Sixers should have done everything they could to try to get him here because he would have been, bring him back because he would have been a really great addition to this team. But Drew Holiday will get into Kyrie Irving and just, like, really make life miserable for him. Uh, and then there's Giannis, who is a, a obviously an incredible defender. And it'll be interesting to see that matchup between him and Durant. Then there's Brook Lopez and what he does in bringing guys out of the paint because of the way he can shoot the three ball. And then there's then there's this James Harden with, with with everything that he does with his scoring, his rebounding, his assists. All of a sudden, he's a very solid post defender. All of a sudden, so I, I like the that would be like a very interesting matchup. I'll probably take Brooklyn in, in seven games just because they'd have the home court. Wow, wow! I if I would
2: tell you that it's going to go seven, no matter what, it's going to go seven, and Philadelphia is going to have to win that game on their home court. What they earned in seven, who would you rather face? Brooklyn or Milwaukee. So now you have the benefit, face. and you're cornered into knowing Kai It's going seven. Sorry,
16: I would probably rather face Milwaukee, but if it, but like, I mean, like, like I said, the Bucks are another team that does kind of offer a lot of matchup problems just because Lopez can shoot the three ball close to the half court line for some reason, mm-hmm. and that brings Joel out of the paint, which then allows Giannis to get to the basket, and and then you can say, oh well, you can just wall Giannis off. And it's like okay, but then he's got Drew Holiday who's, shoot, who's shooting well from deep. He's got Chris Middleton who's shooting over forty-two percent from deep. You, then you got Dante Divincenzo who's shooting pretty well from deep. Then you have Bobby Portis who Bobby Portis, like Bobby Bob. Portis is shooting forty-eight percent from deep. Yeah, off yeah. Milwaukee's bench. That's crazy. And right, like yeah. Bobby Portis. So uh, I would probably rather face the Bucks, but it's just it's no guarantee.
2: Fair enough, man. No, it's, it's crazy to look at how this whole thing plays out just with the Sixers, the expectations of it. And then you've got mm-hmm. these two teams that as bad as the Eastern Conference was, you know, they it's it's down to three. And, and the Sixers have not even in years where Milwaukee has kind of run away with it. Granted, it didn't transfer into them winning anything. You still had that like definitive jacked up squad. And and maybe that would just.
4: Here we go. Make You're us feel better about it. The middle on the sports weird. map. Radio Network,
10: presented by Rocket Mortgage.
4: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right,
2: Kai. We appreciate you joining us, brother. On your way out, any thoughts on the final two games before the actual playoffs start? I mean, tonight, I look at the total at two. Aton's looking for a, I mean, a betting
3: bet. angle here, Kai. This well,
2: is well. I'm just thinking, like, I, I get it. Washington was totally disinterested their first game, but the Pacers just are going to score points. So maybe it maybe the saving grace here is that there are a lot of points being scored. I don't know how you look at tonight who wins that. And then tomorrow night as well, between the Grizz and the Warriors, not that it really matters, but we can't start the playoffs until these two teams or games are played.
16: I'm selfishly hoping that the wizards win because that's easier travel for me for game three and game four. Ah, I like so, that angle. Ju- just like that's the angle I have selfishly. Oh hoping that the Wizards get it done tonight. But um I I also like I'm not really sure what about the Wizards anymore, man. Like they're at home. I I understand that. Uh, I think Washington DC just started allowing fans and arenas, I think at the end of April. So like like they will there will be fans in there and everything. But like mm. the Wizards to me, with if Bradley Beal is not hundred percent and you're relying on just Russell Westbrook to kind of beat up on a beat a pacer team that has so many different weapons, even without Karis Levert. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with, with Malcolm Brogdon and Demonte Sabonis, who is a beast, by the way, I love that. I love the way that guy plays. Uh, you got Brogdon, you got Sabonis, you have Doug McDermott, who does a really good job of fulfilling his role there. You have uh, the holidays, Justin and Aaron, who f- fulfill their roles in, in there. And uh, just it, and, and even though there's a lot of issues surrounding the coach, Nate Bjorkren, uh, the Pacers, are they're just they play hard every single time. Um, so. Uh, I'm not really sure. I guess I would have to lean more towards Indiana just because I don't know about Bradley Beal's injury. All right, and last one Warriors? real quick.
3: I'll go ahead. Mark. How how good of a series is Milwaukee and Miami? Ooh. Uh, well, I don't I'm know. I'm looking forward to it.
16: I'm looking forward to it too. Miami's healthy. I'm looking forward to it too because, as Aton just mentioned, the, the Heat are healthy now. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they're, they're fully healthy. Um, but this also isn't the bubble. And, and, you know, and, and the Heat beat up on them in the bubble in five games, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I think we still have to give the Heat their respects. They are the defending Eastern Conference champions. Uh, however, this is not the bubble. This is going to be regular playoff stakes, yep. and I'll, I'll probably take the Bucks in six games. Okay.
2: Love you, Kai. Thanks,
7: brother. Thanks, on,
16: man. Thank you guys so much for having me on, man. I'll talk to you guys later. You got it. Thanks,
2: Ron. We're back tomorrow. Overtime next.
7: If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Go now to Steersnacks.com.
12: In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations.
2: All right, thanks to Kai for popping A lot to think about there with that yeah. conversation, man, about just this playoffs. I, I and I heard in the beginning, I think this was in the break, actually, before we came back in between live news, fake news, about how the ratings and all for this play. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I, I think this is I think it's here to stay. stay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, I mean, you know you know I how that like works. A wild card, right? The NBA has right. created a wild card. Right. And you know, say how meaningless it, it may be for that ninth or tenth seed team, and I get all that, but it's an extra game or two. It's more things to watch that do essentially mean something, and it's more things to bet on. So right. I don't think it's going anywhere, especially right. if if people are watching it. Look, I I'm
2: I'm gonna watch it mainly because I'm on the air and all, but I, I'm gonna mm-hmm. watch it tonight. I'll watch that crap game tonight, and I'll yeah. watch the game tomorrow, which I think at least will be a little bit better. But, I mean, goodness, I even checked in, as dirty as I feel for admitting this,
3: Uh-oh. I even checked in on that Memphis Spurs game. <laughs> <laughs> I actually caught – it's funny you bring that up, because I was looking on my phone for you know the Yahoo Sports app or whatever <laughs> that I have, and it gives you the up-to-date scores. The reason why I like that app is they're really up-to-date. Yeah. So it said that that game was like a three point two, three point game with, a you know, eight seconds left. So I immediately found what network it was. On. I think it was ESPN and I popped it on and I'm like, I'm, I'm in for the f- for the final. John Morant was on the free throw line. So I, I tuned in for 20 seconds. Here's here was my whole thing on this
2: thing. Right. Pop is is looked at as like this genius, this smart mm-hmm. guy, this intelligent guy. He knows his team. It was the 10th seed. Yeah. They had no shot in hell in doing anything. A smart, savvy individual would have told his guys, let's get the hell out of here as soon as possible. Instead of trying to exert some moral victory out there like, oh, you know, I'm just happy that we
7: competed
2: and yeah. really proud of this right. team. Get out of here.
3: Yeah. Get out of here. I mean, unless there's some sort of playoff bonus clauses in some of those guys' contracts where it's like, yeah, the 10th seed playing game doesn't actuate or it doesn't, you know, exercise the bonus. But if you make it into the 8th seed, you get some money. At least, yeah, there's some money coming. All right. Well, your boy, your boy, Rudy Gay got the final shot for the Spurs season. Amazing. (laughs) You want to talk about a guy who's still in the NBA, amazingly. Yeah, I mean, what
2: is go Rudy Gay, he's going to, we're going to be talking about Rudy Gay when, I don't know,
3: Trey Young retires. Rudy <laughs> Gay's still going to be in the NBA. He's going to be like
2: the next Vince
3: Carter. Vince Carter, that's what I was just yeah. going to say. How many years Seriously. has he been in the a- NBA? 20-some years, right? Well, yeah, he retired, and that was yeah. it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, what do you have tonight?
2: Because I got well, a little action here I'm trying to get in on. When he, what kind of action? What, hockey? No, I don't know. So, so this is what I ran. Now I'm I'm one uh, one for two last night, but this was the this was the eight leg. I think it was eight, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. So it's hmm. seven different legs in it, right? Three bet parlays in one round robin. You ready? Okay. Went over eighteen and a half last night for Jonas Valanciunas total points. What a game he had! Amazing game he had, and because yeah. it was not nothing. I mean, Spurs had nothing for him.
3: Um Just forgot of, about him though that guy they forgot about Jay yeah when, when yeah. he was with Toronto you know everybody you know he had other guys to compliment him and you're like hey this guy's pretty good then he got traded to Memphis you forgot all about him that's right he's good no he is good he's he's a good force down low rebound machine yeah
2: and you know the he's, old, he's the real tunis yeah. he is the real he's the only tunis we recognize <laughs> Jonas Valanciunas you you can't give me more than not a ton on a Nick Maton then you're out <laughs> yeah. Jonas Valanciunas over 18 and a half that hit Schroeder over 13 and a half did not hit last night and I'm disappointed because there was an opportunity for LeBron as facilitator to get he and Schroeder involved specifically so no problem there one for two. Now, this is what I have coming up, all right? Now, then, remember, this is all parlays and, and stuff, so I, I took a little liberty with one play, and that was Joaquin Neiman making oh. the cut at minus 250. Oh, yeah, I
3: think he's going to make the cut.
2: Harry, the guy hasn't missed a cut all year. No, I know. He's a really solid iron player, man. So I like that. He mm-hmm. seems to be in good shape last night, ch-
3: or he hasn't teed off yet, right? He's either I, in I, good shape or he hasn't teed off I yet. I think he's later in the afternoon. I think you're right. Martin Laird is now leading the tournament by himself Solar. at four. You know, I have Egan Bradley
2: at minus three through fifteen.
3: Uh, so Laird dropped back again. No, Laird, Laird is yeah. Both yeah. are
2: minus three. Oh,
3: okay. So Laird must have bogeyed one. Uh, seventeen. He probably bogeyed. Yep. Yeah.
2: And he had a bunch of guys two under, including Brooks Kepka. Yeah. How about that? And Hovland, the long bomber. So I got Neiman make making the cut at minus two fifty, And as you said, I mean, that's the guys uh, make the cut machine. Uh, Let's see. Also have the Clippers minus five. Then I just went chalk. I went chalk with, because here's the thing. I don't see these games going the other way. Game one. So maybe you can help me through this. All right. Mm -hmm. I laid the, the only one that I would be a little concerned about is laying the five for the Clippers at home against Dallas. But if the Clippers are on, You know, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, if you just look at when those guys played and you extrapolate it throughout the NBA, they would have had the best record by by a pretty good margin. Okay. So when the two of them are on the floor together, the Clippers are one, if not the best team in the NBA. So I lay the five there with LA. I lay the seven with Brooklyn at home against Boston game one. No problem doing that.
3: No, no problem there. Denver ne- Neiman tees off at one in about two minutes.
2: Oh, nice. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Nee on Neiman. The Denver Nuggets at home against Portland. Money line. I just I laid 118 on a money line play.
3: Um, Yeah. Portland's been really playing well. Yes, I, I could see them taking one of those games in Denver. Game two. I can see it. But okay. the problem is that Nurkic becomes pretty much
2: marginalized. And that backcourt. I mean, look, it, it ain't going to be Carmelo Anthony that's going to be scoring twenty-five <laughs> or thirty. So you have one rough half from C.J. McCollum, let's say, and, and that's yeah. what I think they can. But look, it's a money line play, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I hear how it comes. Right I, right, I think the Knicks on the money line beating Atlanta. They're at home. I like all of those.
3: Okay, and, yeah. but the problem, though: is that those five plays are all chalk. Mm-hmm. But what what does the round robin odds come up to? As far as I mean, on you know, if you're taking oh, they're off all, they're all three
2: bet parlays. Oh, so, okay. okay. You know, you're you're basically I'm letting minus one eighteen. The only thing that's really thick there is the Joaquin Neiman at minus two fifty, but you combine that with two other minus one eighteens and, and you're in good shape. I mean yeah. you're being the plus side. That's all. It's just, you know, you, you lose one of these like I did with Schroeder, and then you're down to half of your bets cashing. Still make money on it, but mm-hmm. That's really it. I, I don't know what to make of tonight's game. I think I'm going to stay away. The only thing I would say is... What about a total what, play? I, I It's high, and I don't know if I can trust the Wizards, honestly, especially if Bradley Beal is still a little banged up. Here's what I would say, though, Harry. Because it's in Washington, you should get a pretty favorable return. I'm looking for it right here really quickly. But the the Bullets, or uh, Wizards, are really not a good
3: Bullets. Wow, where did that come wow. from? The That's Wizards like Redskins.
9: <laughs> it's worse.
2: It is. The bullet see the the, the Wizards are not a good first quarter team. They're a slow starter, right? Yeah, yeah. They're a late bloomer. That's what they call you, right? And mm-hmm. Oh, he, don't worry. He's not a troublemaker. He's just a late bloomer. Right. Pacers, they love to come out firing. I can get the Pacers at plus 105 on the money line first quarter, and I can also lay two and a half at plus one seventy five. For the first quarter. So I'm going to stake those each at one unit and suggest you do the same. Yeah. Pacers first quarter. F- Pacers first quarter. Money line. Pacers mm-hmm.
3: minus two and a half first quarter. I like it. All right. Yep. Anything else you want to get out for golf before we get out of here? Uh, No, I'm just going to be uh, rooting Jordan Spieth in. There you go.
2: Ricky Fowler, one under on the day. Uh, well, that's a great round for him. This guy's going to make the cut. It's a great round. I just need Bryson to miss it. All right. Thanks to everybody out there. We're back
13: tomorrow. Another edition of the middle Brooks on the road. That should JC. be AC. We'll see. you. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out book. It sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book it Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash in tickets and put it on Book It.
2: See you guys.